0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this glorious Thursday, August 24th, 2023. This show starts right now. Football! It's happening tonight. We got two games. Steelers, Falcons, 7.30, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Colts at Philadelphia Eagles. Colts playing starters. Oh, here we go. I don't know what the Eagles are doing. It sounds like Darius Slay thinks that they are not playing their starters over there in Philadelphia, but that'll be a good good show. Sure. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking on Artie Smith and the Falcons. Woo. One half of the hammer, down Cowboys. Tone Diggs, big night tonight for preseason football. Third in final week of preseason football. If you do recall, it used to be four, and everybody said, wow, we are playing the fourth game. What the mm-hmm. hell? So they dropped that thing down to three games. Now, we do have 17 days until the regular season begins for most teams from this exact point, where teams will be made and transactions will be happening all over the league, and we'll get a chance to hypothesize for two fucking weeks about what could potentially happen with no football happening in our lives so we need to enjoy tonight in the next few days as we get some action as teams try to clear the mm-hmm. picture on who's going to be on the roster and who's not going to be on the roster the toxic table always on the roster at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt rocking a golden night hoodie. huh? Yeah you know just
1: got to let people know every once in a while I think people kind of just forget because we're you know football season's right around the corner but you know let's Let's not forget <laughs> the Stanley Cup champions are in Las Vegas right now. So I just wanted to throw this on, and also my circulation is very, very poor today. Oh, so although it is no. like a hundred and some degrees outside, yeah. my hands are so cold. So I was like, you know what, I got. I got That's not good. Like that. I don't.
2: I
3: don't.
1: It's not. It's not good. I need to get that figured out and yeah. uh, and stat. So uh, it's just, smart people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, figure, figure it out. It yeah, out. This guy.
0: This guy's hands are cold. It's a thousand degrees yeah, outside. Exactly. We do keep it chilly in mm. Thunderdome. Is that a part of the problem here? Am no, the,
1: no. Because usually it's not part of the problem. It's just every once in a while I'll kind of you know just feel my hands and be like, wow, those are way too cold for how hot it is outside right now. So just kind of. What about you know,
0: the color? We, did they turn purple here. We got no,
1: that. What are we? Uh, it's right. not that, but uh, you know, it's it's something's going on. I don't know. You have odds. Uh, I may have Raynaud's because my feet get cold all the time as well, but I might just be super. You have Raynaud's. Yeah, you you need Raynaud's. You need
0: those compression
1: gloves and socks. That's not a bad idea. Pierre
0: Garcon sells. Yes, Raynaud's just
1: you know bad bad circulation in your body, so your hands always get cold. So that was just a scientific
0: way to say what he just said. It's a it's a disease. Raynaud's disease.
1: I, I'm not going to diagnose myself. I don't think I Yo, have. Go
0: Google. Google it. Yeah. That's a fun thing oh. to do. Yeah. Go ahead and Google. So one ha- uh, ladies and gentlemen, 14-year icon Pac-Man Jones is here, also Golden Knight fan. But I think what Pac-Man was about to say is, hey, do not Google that. Do right? not Google. He, every once in a while, I'll have something happen in my body. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. I'm like, I, I kind of want to know what's going on there. Yeah, figure it hey, out. Hey, why does that feel that way? I got a little bit of a... Uh, pinching feeling right behind my left knee above this or is this well you you probably got cancer you might die tomorrow yeah no thanks is that the answer or is it well i feel like they have to okay the most serious answer because if they're underselling what you have and you actually have something then there's probably a lawsuit coming Mm -hmm. but i don't know if that's necessarily understood in the time of need whenever you're googling something and they just scare the living fuck out of you always that is a that's a tough thing to do us humans having to deal with that is something that didn't have to happen before, right? What's going on here? Oh, you got to pull, move. You need more bananas. Yeah. Okay. Eat yep. more bananas. Stay more hydrated. It's like, is that accurate? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Okay. Now it's like, why is why do I have a headache right here above my right eyebrow? <laughs> mm-hmm. What is this all about? Uh, uh, you're, you're maybe the next John Travolta in phenomenon. You, need to, <laughs> you have uh, you have a tumor on your head. You should go get that checked out. It's like, God, maybe it's just a headache though, or. No, 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 you should not get that check out. Right the surgery. So let's not Google that, but also, smart people, let us know what's going on. Figure
1: it out. I'll just step out. outside after the show and just kind of do this for a little bit, and then I'll be good.
0: Okay, smart. Yep. yep. I think you got to do one of these yeah, too. Definitely.
1: Maybe Wait, out, out, out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe do some like, high knees real quick. And Oh,
0: how about this? Think about this. Think about this. Maybe work out in the Hawk House with us in the morning.
1: That's a good idea. Well, I did get on too. the treadmill this morning. Here? No, no, no. 6 a.m. at my house. Oh. Oh,
0: okay. Oh. You yeah. do want to join the team Yeah, You say I'm a solo dolo out here like a Navy SEAL. Well, you know,
1: same deal. I'd love to get in here, but... I don't believe it. Got to take the baby and the dog. You know, got to drop them off. Got to do all that mumbo jumbo. So, no, that that is my routine. 6 a.m. I wake up before she gets up. I get on the treadmill for about 35, 40 minutes, oh. and then, boom, hit the shower. Get the day started.
0: Are you watching like four or five TVs, too, so you can get in all the sports news that you might have missed last night? No, have... usually
1: I listen to the GM Shuffle, uh, Michael Lombardi's podcast. Nice. Love that. Love yeah. Lombo. Yep. What
0: you might have missed last night if you fell asleep is Messi still undefeated yeah. in the United States of America in games that are played for tournaments that aren't actual MLS standing games. Last night, he took this show on the road mm. to Ohio. And for a large portion of that game, you thought to yourself, hey, Messi, you're okay over there in Spain. <laughs> you can play pretty good in France. Yeah. Obviously in Argentina growing up and in a World Cup, wherever those are, you, you ain't never played in Ohio before. Uh, <laughs> you know, Messi, welcome to Ohio. That, yeah. I had that tweet, sorry, that ex-post mm-hmm. lined up like, Methy just experienced Ohio for the first time. We've been talking about this. Ohio's a different place.
4: It's a different place.
0: Filled with Ohio fucks. Yes. And once you have to experience that for the first time, it might be a little bit of a, oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. These motherfuckers are booing me. Loud. Mm-hmm. Wow. Out of the stadium. <laughs> Every time. Not an NBA like, hey, who's the away team selling out the arena, coming to cheer for said person. Not like that at all. They were both, and the boys were there. Yeah. Now, Pac, you are a diehard Cincinnati FC fan. Yes. You were the one that got the plug for the suite, uh-huh. got the boys everywhere. Thank you for doing that. Cincinnati wanted to end the Methy magic last night. They obviously didn't. They lost to Methy because that's what Methy does. And Methy right. put two balls on heads kind of game over, whatever the case oh, yeah. is. But you guys thought you had them. And it was not a kumbaya, welcome to Ohio, oh. which we appreciate. And that's what we're talking about with – Ohio fucks.
4: Hell no, it's not kumbaya. Welcome to Ohio. That's not how we do things in Ohio. No, no. It's just like Pittsburgh. This, this, it's not a steel city, but these are hardworking people, and we we love what we got going on. Sports is very important. It's our culture, and yeah, we boot his ass from the time he got there to the time he left. Yeah. And yeah, y'all say he did play a good game. He had two assists, but he didn't score a goal. Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, we should have won the game. We didn't win the game, a- but hey, it was a electric, electric, yes. It was it's e- loud, electric. right? Heard- so loud. Yeah. It, it was incredibly fun.
5: Connor, too. that's
0: your first soccer game. For,
5: first real soccer game I've ever been to. Yeah, I've never seen anything. Uh, to that capacity for a soccer game, which was fun. First time being to Cincinnati, first thing I say when I walk in there, maybe a little too loudly, Cincinnati, kind of like Pittsburgh, the way that it's set up and how it looks. Don't say that. They not. did not like me from the start after that. Yeah, it was, oh, really? not yeah. it was bad. They don't, like yeah. I don't know. They don't no, like no, compliments. Exactly.
0: The city down the street that created the steel that built all the buildings oh. yeah. in this place. Oh, we look boo. like that? Exactly. Oh. exactly. Oh. boo That's not a compliment? Okay. okay. <laughs> Makes no okay. sense. <laughs> Sorry, we got for? three rivers, too. I don't know yeah, how many
3: no, okay. They got
6: one stupid muddy uh, river. T- it's basically Kentucky's river, anyways, and they got
4: poop salad. T- 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 <laughs> don't do not start yeah. this shit. Now our not rivers not are disgusting.
0: Let's not start diving into who has a nicer river. river. Yeah. Our rivers are disgusting. There are yeah. human bodies being found. Uh, more probably ours our though. It's a river, mm-hmm. yeah, in these cities, <laughs> mm-hmm. blue collar cities. <laughs> I think that's the case. But I think that would be that's a good comparison. Yes,
5: I was strictly, I wasn't trying to bash anything. I just thought it was the visual optics. Yes, optically, they don't have to coming out of the. Four
0: pit tunnel. No. The best view in the history of views, they say, of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, coming out of the tunnel with the whole city there with this. I mean, you got. Beautiful Heinz Field right over
6: here. Mm-hmm. People
0: don't even know they're looking at Carnegie Mellon Museum. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs>
6: to be honest, actually, the stadium set up there
4: is very similar as far as – end up yeah. view off the river, a- yeah. And yeah and everything ours was a, a little bit better, though. <laughs> yes. What's it's that? A, it's a little bit better in Cincinnati.
5: No, I disagree, but they do look pretty pretty similar. Uh, the soccer itself, though, with Methy, uh, as you've mentioned – He's been in America for a month. He, this, yesterday was the first time he was in America. I mean, we, <laughs> we can actually kind of confirm that. Because in Miami, everyone right. is going nuts for Methy. And that's not how it was in Ohio. <laughs> Man, and, they
0: and, did not care, right? It no, seemed like they, oh, no. Oh, you're bringing a lot of attention to the MLF? Yeah. Cool, it's our league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Welcome oh. to our league.
5: Right. You're good at you're good at soccer? You've won a couple blind Blondors? <laughs> Guess what, Methy? We don't care. They booed him start to finish. I loved it. I I was thoroughly impressed with the FC Cincinnati faithful. Now, when it came down to it in the end, yeah, Messi's going to put the ball from his left foot to some guy's dome and into the net. And did I want to stay for extra time? God damn it, no. I wanted to leave so, so badly. But with (laughs) Methy out there doing his thing, and you know, once that happened and they scored in the first half, of extra time, mind you. Oh, game over.
0: Joseph Martinez,
5: big-time oh, yeah. goal. Huge. Joseph, he a great player, and there I am, boom. After this half of extra time, it's over because you're not going to keep playing. No, no. No, no there's, there's two extra time, right. over yeah. Let's yeah. get some water. Yeah, right. See so if you yeah. can make a comeback. Hydration <laughs> yeah. break. Yeah, let's have some fun. Okay, fine, Fifty more minutes. Boom, FC Cincinnati scores. In the sa- I'm ripping my hair out. I got to stay for fucking penalty kicks now? You got to be kidding me. I thought that we were no, going to be out of here No, yes. That's why you lift You're staying right. for the penalty kicks. I, exactly. I, I suppose, but guess who goes first? Messi. I was waiting for Messi to go last. I didn't want him to go
0: Now first. The kid that went last is this young phenom from, that we got from yeah. the United States be of America. God. This is that's good right. news for the World Cup. Gumpy, I feels like you were full heel last night because I saw you <laughs> dancing about Messi's the goat yeah, in a man. lot of faces in that suite. How was it to watch? live and this guy obviously never watched soccer live his takeaway was is this thing done yet or what do we love we like the whole thing loved it what was your thoughts on it because penalties is what you're trying to be there for like in my eyes if it's not methy because him playing is just electrifying at this moment we are just getting introduced by the way we are american stooges that's so right man. this is our first time yeah, watching yeah. this guy He's 36 years old i guess he's been doing this for literally Life 20 years pretty cool but we're just getting a chance to see it for the first time it's must watch but if you're going to a soccer game like you accidentally show up at the moment where penalties are starting. It's like, Beautiful. sure, we made it. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. We did it. But that game felt like it was going to go that way the entire time. And you eyes Gumpy, as a massive Messi fan.
3: Inter-Miami did not look good the first half. And even, like, late into the second half. The Cincinnati faithful got a little loud too early, though. You can't start German. saying, oh, yeah, oh, we're wow. going to stop the Messi train. First team to beat Messi, Everyone jumping up and down. They were loud, though. Yeah. Sold out, 26,000. But it, it was game. it was fucking scenes for sure. It was yeah. awesome. And then Messi, yeah,
2: yeah. Messi. just. Obviously. he injected the, goal, meth the goalie, in the goalie
3: dancing around like Messi hasn't seen every fucking trick in the book before. Just stand there. And that goalie did nothing. Not no, chance, he didn't save a thing. Dude. He jumped from side to side. Then he just go back and stand and in then the middle. When, when the ball is. was kicked, he stopped moving. <laughs> yeah. He did the complete
0: opposite of every goalie I've ever seen in a shootout. He he did all his moving before the ball was
3: kicked. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Post kick, I'm not going anywhere. Nope. nope. With everything I just did, this ball should hit me right in the chest. That's right. <laughs> Instead, he just, that was interesting to watch. I
3: literally texted you. I was like, this goalie is in shambles right now. Because there for a second, I'm like, oh, okay, since he's going to steal this
0: one. And then he start watching the goalie do his thing. He's, oh, I like the way he's, and then you watch two of them. It's like. I don't think that's helping them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's seemingly hurting him. I would like to let everybody know. Pittsburgh Riverhounds are my team. Yeah, sure. obviously. Yep. They are potentially supposed to uh play old Methy, but they lost to Cincinnati FC, yeah. who's yeah. Yeah. number one in the MLF. And uh into Miami is dead last in the MLF. Correct. Still, mm. even though Methy has won eight straight games for mm-hmm. this team. Interesting. They are still in dead last somehow. Come we <laughs> we don't understand it either. Okay. But I would like to let everybody. I was I was watching last night. You know how people say, who's your club? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Inter Miami's my club. I got an Inter Miami guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, oh, you're a bandwagon fan. Oh, you are doing whatever. Yeah. So I'm an Inter Miami really fan. Really, though? It's
1: because bandwagon. they're in last place. So are we bandwagon? I was with this team mm, when they were the worst team exactly. in
0: yeah. the MLS. Exactly. I've been here since the, the worst of the, the dark the world. days. Nobody was The thin. real thick. They say through thick and thin, this is the thickest it can possibly get. It's mm-hmm. the bottom of the fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah, we decided to become fans after the greatest player of all time signed there with three of his friends who are probably the best players that the MLS has seen in some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. sue so yeah. us. Sorry, they <laughs> signed the Messi of MLS, Josef Martinez, to sure. also be on their team that Messi did not know before getting there. Now he's scoring game winners, game tires, and whatever. So, so, sorry. What? Yeah, we're bandwagoning. Okay. Did you see the
6: internet report? What's that? Would that help your team? Enter Miami. Oh, boy. I hope it's not true. I heard. Okay? Since he's up 2-0, pretty boy Joe, Joe Burr leaves the stadium. Oh, Miami comes oh, back. To whoa, time. Is that whoa, true?
5: Folks. Is that true? Are you serious? I didn't even hear that. Probably had another
4: photo yeah, shoot to get to. I think that's true. Whoa. whoa. Remember, kinda, we took a walk. Oh, yep. no. oh. and that's wow. people, I go. told you yeah, that but wasn't like, going to be That's the
0: thing Joe Burr like, needs to recognize. Like, Hey, bub, your aura matters. It
5: matters. Yeah, the team needs him.
0: Now, with that being said, Joe Burr is going to say, sorry, I watched the Methy show. We beat him. I'd go watch film, Yeah, mm-hmm. which I also appreciate. But with that being said, the Methy train Ran right through Cincinnati last night. Brother. And Joe Burr potentially a part of that. Yeah. Just well, needs to be said.
4: Yep. Yeah. Well, hey,
0: there's some dudes. that Jamar was out there. The whole city was out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
4: the whole city was out. It was a star-studded night last night for Ohio. You know, all the boys from the Bengals out. Um, Jamar, out Jamar out there. Jamar, Chase, yep. T. Higgins, T. Harrisburg, Higgins Harrisburg, Boyd, um, Jerry. Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard. Yeah. Sam, uh, um, oh, the kickers as well. Uh, McPherson was there? Huber and McPherson, yep. Yeah, oh, Huber and McPherson. Uh, uh, the D lineman. Uh, Reader, Reader was DJ, there. DJ, yeah. Let's. Can um, we was, talk
0: real not, quick though, like before we get to our next guest about how, like, Apple's got to be furious that that game was not on Apple.
4: For sure.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that makes no sense. So, that I'm try- I couldn't find the game in fucking English. It w- I, couldn't- I listened to that game in Spanish last night on Peacock, Ugh. and I loved what they were doing. I- every once in a while, I hear a number, right? Because you are uno, dos, you hear mm-hmm, that whole sure. thing, and, then, and yeah, then, right. then all of a sudden, it would kind of dial back, and you'd hear Busquets and everything like that, and then, go! Long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime we try to mimic that greatness, we only do it one time. This guy said, go! Like four times after one goal. Mm-hmm. The fourth one had zero pizzazz. Uh, whoa, like whoa. I, I feel like there was a chance he was just kind of throwing it in. Like maybe he's known for doing it. But boy, the excitement when something good happens in soccer from the Spanish speaking commentators. Oh. I wish I could bottle it and drink it. Now, <laughs> would be much better if I had a clue what the fuck they were saying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn some stuff about these teams. Yep. And I can't, I, oh, what are they saying? I, and then, GO! go! Oh, my man. I heard that six times last night. Yeah. You do some quick math twenty four goals. Oh, yeah. I heard it in Spanish. I guess it was on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Ain't nobody have a Paramount Plus subscription. It's watching sports. It's foolish. You, I did not. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have time to sign up. I had to do a full. That's different up. than Paramount. Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's a streaming service. Yeah, I think it's CBS Sports as well. Right? It is. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Paramount Plus has uh, Taco Maverick. Yes, it does. That's
1: the only reason I have
0: it. And Yellowstone. Yeah, that, yeah. So out. I have it then. And I watched you, Top Gun Maverick like a hundred times. You yeah, probably do. Yeah, it's you got all it. of
1: TC's catalog on there, so I'm guessing you. My thing
0: signed me out then because last night I had to get in there and do a full sign in. Yeah, you. And I said it. I don't got time. Matthew might score. Right, I I hear you.
5: And that's what the uh, Miles Teller show was on. The offer HBO. Yes. No, no, no that's no, Paramount+.
0: That was Paramount, Paramount. Plus. So I'm definitely <laughs> you a member. Definitely, <laughs> are a member. <laughs> I'm paying for it. Need it one time.
6: <laughs> I did watch it in Peacock in Spanish though too. Because cool, I was already on Peacock watching that Kevin Hart new stand-up or whatever. So I was like, You said that was good, right? I thought it was pretty good. I
4: giggled the whole time.
0: And okay. now the motherfucker's in a wheelchair because he yeah. tried to run a 40. Yeah. I think this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I think this
4: is your yeah. fault.
6: Yeah. Tore everything in his fucking stomach, so right? So it's pa-
4: your fault, actually, because you started this shit. No no no. Start. No, 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 no. No, 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 You me what I could run. Yeah, and then all I did I'll- not I'll- volunteer to do this. Okay, cool, but
0: you did it. Anyways, you yeah. ended up doing it. You were the one who did it very well. Now you're calling Chris Johnson. Uh, fat uh, saying he can't run. Yep. And there's probably a 40 coming from him. And then now uh, Kevin Hart raced against Ooh. Calvin, or no, not, uh, Steve, Ridley. Yeah. Steve Ridley. Steve Ridley, Steve Ridley, Ridley is. Is. former running back for Patriot. the Patriots, I mm-hmm. do believe. And they were talking shit. And he said he ripped every muscle in his abdomen running. <sighs> and I honestly believe it probably started from watching you at the age of 39 <laughs> yeah. run a 4515 on the internet. And some people were like, You see, I could probably. So I'm a. I'd probably still run a little bit. And I know people race each other still, but, like, you doing that got seen by a lot of motherfuckers. And I think it probably upped a lot of people's confidence. Yeah. You know, in their athletic abilities. Because they once had it. Mm-hmm.
4: I did that people need to know, too.
0: you need not think that you're like this dude. This no. dude's eating nerd ropes. Right. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. Still has an eight pack. Red Bull and Hardee's. Yeah, this dude's built different, yes. actually. Because mm-hmm. I ran 20 yards, pulled a hammy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Kevin Hart runs... F- 15 yards probably. I don't know how far he got. Probably there. Ripped everything in his abdomen. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my God. From running. That's possible out there. Yeah. You need to remember that. you know that. And you're a bad influence. I just not know. You're making people think that yeah. they can just go out and run 40s without doing anything in a long time. It's your you. fault.
4: It's your fault. Your fault. No your fault. No Joining
2: us now running.
0: is a man who runs 40s still to this day. That's hell right. Hell, yeah. Because he's the guy who has the actual brain of a Harvard man. Yep. And the heart of a goddamn plumber. That right he would put his face into an actual fan if it meant that he would win a football game. That's why he was beloved by all nine NFL organizations that he played for, which is an NFL record for a starting quarterback. Ladies and gentlemen, Amazon. Guy. He's yeah. the Amazon oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. He was doing all those bits and shit. Oh, yeah. It? It was awesome. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, legend Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah.
7: Hey, thank you for having me.
0: No problem, man. I don't know if you caught the tail end of that. Pac Man ran a 451540 at the age of 39, like three weeks ago. And now it's out that Kevin Hart tried to run a 40 and ripped every muscle in his abdomen and is now wheelchair bound for six weeks. That's true story. Yep. I'm not necessarily comparing the two, but there's some people that are just built different, Fitzmagic. And you're one of them, pal. You're one of them.
7: Yeah. I mean, I mean as a guy that led his team in rushing as a 37 year old, <laughs> um, I get it. I get it. But uh, I am no longer in that place.
0: Yeah, none of us are. You look good, though. How's life? You excited to get back into the season here with Amazon? Did you enjoy last year as much as you thought, or what was it like, and where where are you now in the whole TV world?
7: Yeah, I loved it. Um, I wasn't sure going in. You know, I felt like it was a nice transition for me, though, to be able to still see my teammates every week, to form a new team uh, with Andrew Whitworth, Sherm, Carissa, and Tony. Uh But we actually traveled to the NFL cities. So getting in there, feeling the vibe of the game, getting to interact with some of the coaches and GMs and maybe people we didn't before, uh, it was a great season. And then this year, they've rewarded us with some great games uh, that we're really looking forward to. I think Al Michaels is really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, he was electrifying, obviously. (laughs) You know, he came on our show, and I was like, hey, the internet's saying you're not having fun, man, saying you're hating these games, you go from Sunday to Thursday. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to the people that are watching. I can't. As soon as I start lying to the people that are watching, I lose all credibility. And he's like, so if the game stinks, I have to say it. Yep. And it's like, Al, that's why you are the absolute greatest. <laughs> but if you think about that Amazon team, they inv- Al Michaels is, you know, the guy. You got Herbie, who's been the guy for college football for 25 years in there. And then the panel feels like it was a successful season for Amazon nfl relationship year one is that have you guys had like a postseason wrap-up have they told you about what the expectations were how it performed feels like amazon hit a home run here
7: yeah i think so i think having al and kirk that obviously just made it legitimate right it made it feel like big time football just listening to the games Uh, with the pregame halftime post team there were three of us that had never done it before but we were fresh off the field um Sherm is just so engaging and interesting. You never know what's going to happen with them, and I learned how to kind of poke him and prod him a little bit, push those buttons for some entertaining TV. Uh, Wit is such a wise old man with that gray beard, uh, but I think it was great. You know, we averaged, I think, over 11 million viewers on Prime Video, wow, uh, which was which was huge, and it'll just get better. And what we saw was that 18 to 34 demographic. That was the one that really saw a jump from the previous years, even though it was uh, not linear TV. So I think they are really happy with it. We're looking forward to making it even better product this year.
0: Yeah, experience is just only going to make you guys better Can I, in all facets, operations on everything. I uh, The September 14th Eagles-Vikings game will be the first official regular season start for Thursday Night Football on Amazon this season, season two. But tonight, I believe the Eagles-Colts game is an Amazon operation. Is that accurate?
7: It is. Uh, we've got the trucks there in Philly. So that'll be a nice, nice way to do it, to do the game tonight. Uh, that'll be Andrew Whitworth and Carissa will be there. Um, I am in Arizona right now, hanging out with Billy the Buffalo.
0: What's up, Bill? Um,
7: <laughs> yeah. We got
0: Cuzzy the Buffalo but, up here. Yeah. We got This is Cuzzy the Buffalo. He's uh, he's right up there.
7: Oh, there you go. He, yeah. I didn't That's kid, great. Yeah.
0: I don't know if that was ever real. Uh, <laughs> just kind of bought it, but.
7: It uh, looks real. Because he real. was a
0: real deal oh, in yeah. Buffalo mm-hmm. when he had a full body, not just, you know, the neck up. A tough son of a he's bitch. a big cuss, isn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a big mean. cuss. How about Billy Buffalo there? He, he provide any vibes over there in the office?
7: Dude, Billy, I mean, he's great, man. He's got his party hat on. I don't know if you can see the party <laughs> hat, yeah, but uh, he keeps it lively over here in Arizona.
0: You want to come meet? You want to come meet with me? All right. It's like a... Yep. Pam Pan thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you and Billy the Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a right over his head. Imagine like a Zoom call set up first time at Amazon. I'm thinking we do this. And also, we chatted. Yeah. I'm thinking we find what does this year look like for you? You doing more of the bits? I thought you were great in those. Did you think of those? Did they pitch those to you? I thought you were very, very good at all those things.
7: Thank you. You know what's been really fun. A lot of times they'll come to me and pitch those, and I've got a actually a teammate from college uh, that was also a Harvard Lampoon guy, Um, and we kind of try to spice those bits up and make them my own, I guess. So that's been a lot of fun, just the creative work and doing some of that stuff. But um, you know, it's something that I really enjoy doing, and I've had a more of an opportunity now that I'm done playing to dive into some of that.
0: Everybody has loved you as a teammate, and I think we're getting to watch you showcase that with these bits. One of the ones you did was with Tua last year, obviously. The ukulele was in there. I think you were both singing, having a great time. Ty has a question for you about your thoughts on this year's Tua.
1: Yeah, Fitzmagic. Tua's been in the, uh, the news as of late. You know, the whole Ryan Clark thing with him basically saying, like, hey, I just I don't know why people who don't know me are talking about me, and I wish they'd keep uh, my name out of their mouth. It seems like He's kind of, uh, he's not nearly, like when you played with him, he was a lot more timid. Obviously, he was younger and kind of reserved. And it seems like this year he's kind of more vocal. He's hes willing to, to kind of go after people who have been shitting on him, whether it's for him being hurt or, you know, not playing, not being big enough, all that kind of stuff. Uh, have you noticed Tua is, is much different than the guy you were on the team with? And also, how do you expect him to fare this year?
7: Well, I was I was really proud of him when I saw that because, you know, when you mentor guys and you're in that role, um, trying to show them the way, I always kind of showed up from the off season, uh, out of shape and overweight. So I was happy he <laughs> took that one. Uh but you, I mean, he's gonna be fine. He's he looks great right now. You know, he's putting the work in. Trust me, you're gonna lose a lot of pounds going through training camp in Miami. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does this year. You know, he had a great year last year. Uh, Aside from the injuries, I mean, his numbers were as good as anybody. I think the Dolphins were, even after his injuries, uh, third in the NFL in yards per play. So they're explosive. That's an offense that fits him. And I think just being more comfortable in the city, he's a husband, he's a father. There's a lot of things that he's matured with to where he's going to be able to speak his mind and be himself a little bit more.
0: Really cool. Yeah, yeah, sweet mm-hmm. tattoo. That thing got real thick. You know what I mean? I it's
7: wish sweet. I was- He told me he was going to get that earlier. So it, it took him an extra offseason, but it looks pretty sweet.
0: A lot of time. Did you see? That had to be so. I wish I was an ooze so I could get that done. Yeah. Yep. Like if I did it now, everybody would just cook me forever. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, <foods>. Blanco.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How's it going, pal? Like that whole thing, but he looks awesome. He's doing jujitsu too, they say, right? I mean, he's. I feel like he's. What's that?
7: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what that means.
0: What? <laughs> what are you talking about? You played 17 years. What do you mean you don't know what that means? He's doing jiu jitsu. <laughs> he's breaking arms, bro. That's what he's doing. He's tapping people out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's this year. Amazon got a Miami game?
7: We do. Black Friday football, baby. Black oh. belt,
0: Black Woo. Friday, Miami <laughs> Dolphins, yep. Ryan Fitzmagic, Tua, rolling. Yeah. Jiu jitsu roll yeah. session. Yes.
7: Yeah. But it's like a. It's hard because much like all these other games, they're former teams of mine. So it's Miami and the New York Jets in New York, Black Friday football. So I also played with them. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Aaron Rodgers beating my 31 touchdowns in the season record this year.
0: I like that what you just did there. You began this thing. I led my team in rushing at the age of 37. That's yeah. right. People are forgetting. Mm-hmm. Okay, just, just well, hey, hey, these are Back. just real
3: These stuff. are numbers. You,
0: don't Google any like, oh, I have a headache here. What's going on? Yeah. But definitely Google like, who led their team in rushing at the age of 37 in the NFL's history. You're going to see one name. It's a Harvard fucking guy. Yeah, that's right. You go to the Jets, who has the most passing touchdowns in one year? <laughs> it's the Harvard guy. You go to the Cardinals. You look – I assume you just – that's why you played for so long and started everywhere. And is that why you didn't just take your Harvard brain and go do like investment banking or like whatever everybody else does? Like you just – obsessed with football? You think that's why – you kind of stuck with the football route. Like in, do you think you would have been able to be okay in retirement if it wasn't for the Amazon thing? You know what I mean?
7: Yeah. uh, Well, I do have, I've got the seven kids in tow. So um, I don't know because it's a, the football season is like a break for me, you know, to be able to love my children, but also get away from it a little bit. So (laughs) um, I, I know you're, you're a new father. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. i don't know how's it going so fantastic loving it the wife is kicking so much ass you know good routine right now we're sleeping huh through the night this is a big deal (laughs) look at you well not me this is (laughs) i am there for sure but i am not the one that deserves any of the credit here uh she recognized me like a week and a half ago for the first time you know she's three and a half months old but like Actually recognized my voice started yelling when she heard me. And then that, that was a moment. You know what I mean? But every single cool. time something starts popping off where she's pissed, you know, about who knows what, I think to myself, how does anybody have two two of these? Yeah. And then you have seven. I have no idea how that works. I have no clue how you would even – how do you have enough – Everything, eyes, hands, Mm -hmm. emotions. (laughs) I I don't even know how how it's
7: possible. No, we're we're on easy street now. We've got a 16-year-old that can drive everybody. We've got a uh, 12-year-old daughter that watches everybody, a 14-year-old that can cook for everybody. So... We're on easy street right now.
0: Yeah, just had to do a nice sixteen year sentence. That's yep. all. Yeah. You know I mean? just, that's all. Just get. It. Just get it. That's all. We gotta just commit a nice sixteen years here, and then we'll be able to have our starting five yep. and two bench players uh-huh. taking care of themselves. I appreciate it. The boys have some more questions for you, if that's okay. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Fitz, you mentioned you know the mentoring of
5: younger quarterbacks. How is that process on the older guys? Like right now, there's a couple situations obviously Rogers with love and now Rogers with Wilson, but then there's also like the Andy Dalton situation where he's coming in as the backup knows he's the backup and he's helping, you know, Bryce young kind of become that guy in Carolina versus playing and showing Zach Wilson as the way Rogers is doing, what goes into that? And what do you think is the best way to kind of show the rookies the way is it? The Andy Dalton kind of be in the background and, tell them what to do or the Rogers just lead by example, follow exactly what I'm saying and doing.
7: Yeah. I think there are two different categories and one is kind of the category I fell into my whole career, which was if I, if I was the starter somewhere, I was the placeholder, especially at the back end of my career. And I had a job, it was to lead a football team, but it was also to bring somebody along. So Hmm. that's kind of the, the twilight years now of Andy Dalton's career. That's where he's at. He's trying to, be a great player, you know. make sure that he's ready to play, but also help this guy out. And, and he's uh, a pretty selfless dude. I think paying it forward as a quarterback is a great thing. You've got the other category, which is the Aaron Rodgers of the world that are Hall of Fame players that are still playing at a high level. Priority number one, two, and three is him leading that football team to the playoffs and hopefully uh, even more than that. But you've already seen it in hard knocks. I mean, Zach Wilson, he got rid of the swag sleeve. You see that? Yeah. If he goes and gets rid of the bandana, if he switches his sleeves up to how Rodgers has them, and if he brings that towel, he, re- he grows the stash. You're slowly going to see the evolution of Zach Wilson into Aaron Rodgers. Single chin strap. You're all over it. Every I play, mean, it's the whole deal. Imagine every because
0: like, Aaron did that, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's Brett." Yeah. Like that is. Mm-hmm. Brett. Like is Jordan Love doing it? I wonder. Is that? A- I don't think so. Oh, Jordan Love said, mm-hmm. "Nah, that." That old wasted motion stops yeah. right here. Maybe after week yeah, one. But, but we'll it's see. also
7: the single strap. The single strap is a it's a dying breed of players that are doing the single strap.
0: Yeah, because there's no uh you got zero protection right here, right? <laughs> you love
7: that it shit. just pops yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> That's back in football. That's old old CBA too. They're aiming for Adam's app. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hit me again.
7: Yeah, do that again. Pat, this may be an unofficial stat, but the most roughing the passers called against in the history of the NFL.
0: Harvard guy. You might
7: need to look it up, but <laughs> the single trap had a lot to do with it.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And Which is why we say this, this guy is the brain of a Harvard man yep. and the heart of a plumber, because you would take these shots that it's like, this guy's got nothing to lose, yeah. and then you think, mm-hmm. no, no, he does. Wait, he went to Harvard. This guy's what got a lot. Of, this guy's got a lot to lose. <laughs> I don't know what what is going on. It was admirable. I think that's why everybody
5: fucking loved you. Go ahead, Connor. The Raiders throw. He almost got his head ripped off. Face mask on the sideline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dog, just quick memory here. That was probably one of them yeah. uh, of the yep. the record that the mm-hmm. NFL has. Is it? If we looked it up, and if that stats correct I, I or not? I
6: couldn't find it in official record. But. Oh, they're
0: hating on you, dude. Whoa! They don't want the people to know. They don't want the people to know. Pax got a question for you, right?
4: Hey Fitz, um, yeah. we got a lot of young quarterbacks We got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, And maybe Hooker might start this year If you had to pick one of these guys That's going to have an outstanding year um, From watching a little bit of the Preseason, who would you pick?
7: You know It's tough man because Especially the first three dudes They got picked 1, 2, and 4 Which means they're not on very good teams So there's going to be some Whoa. struggles. Um, I loved – I loved – Well, the, <laughs> I loved Anthony Richards. Or yes! uh, Excuse me. Oh. No, you put that in my mouth. <laughs> You're a
0: Harvard guy. I went to West Virginia. Don't you – eat I didn't do anything to your brain. You know
7: no, that. I, so I, I actually love C.J. Stroud. I love the way he throws the ball. Uh, I love the way he moves around. Uh, so for me, of those three dudes, the top three – C.J. Stroud was my favorite coming out. I I think Anthony Richardson is going to be super interesting. Um, You know, coaches matter so much. They matter so much. And for him to have a coach that was able to progress Jalen Hurts the way he did early in his career, uh, for them now to sculpt an offense, not around Gardner Minshew, but around Anthony Richardson and his skill set, you know, for them – to get rid of their best rusher. I okay. don't know if that's going to help. Uh, for them not to have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, I don't know if that's going to help, okay. but uh, okay, man, yeah. they're going to grow. There's going to be some growing pains.
0: Listen, I understand that that Thursday night game with the Broncos, okay, the Colts <laughs> and Broncos, Boy. your first year as Amazon guy, that's probably the reason why you guys got rewarded with good games was because of how yep. bad that game was. For sure. That game was notoriously terrible people just openly talking on every media outlet the next day wow what a shit show that was last night (laughs) on amazon and i know the colts are part of that okay so there's probably some negative conversations that happen in your first year on tv (laughs) anthony richardson and shane Steichen are the bestest of friends okay Mm -hmm. if jonathan taylor doesn't want to be here we understand go ahead go ahead Mm -hmm. you know go somewhere else but three to five years fits okay maybe
7: six yeah, but do we have that kind of patience in the NFL anymore?
0: Jim Irsay you know? does not. He actually yeah. said that we we're going to win two Super Bowls in one year, this decade. No, well, that, and then he came on this show, yeah. and said we're going to try to win two this year. Yeah, and so what, that's the sign of patience. Yeah. I think that's.
7: I think Trey Lance got four games. I think. So.
0: What do you think about that? Okay, here we go. So interesting. This is potentially the biggest draft miss you know, and we live in a moment, we can say all time, but what was given up and what the conversation was and then how it kind of is all unfolded. Like he, we have no idea if he's a player, I think. And then they're like, well, he's not good. It's like, well, he's never played football. Like how was that supposed to work? And do you think there's still an opportunity somewhere maybe for him to be an NFL quarterback from what you've seen?
7: I do. I still think there's an opportunity. I think accuracy is his biggest thing, but It's not his fault that he was overdrafted. I mean, he got way overdrafted getting picked third. I think people loved his athleticism. They loved how raw he was. Josh Allen coming from a small school that probably helped a little bit, but his accuracy, I think right now is his biggest issue that he's got to somehow go in and fix and for him, he's so young. He hasn't played that much football. It's a tough thing to become accurate as you get older, but He's so young that I think there's still a chance. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to be in San Fran.
0: So Josh Allen, one offseason, he put like laser things mm-hmm. like, you know, how they do with golfers, how they put like shit on it. This is what I, hey, listen, you're laughing. <laughs> this is what I was told. Yeah. This was my takeaway <laughs> from what happened. I was like, this is reality. Okay. I'm just, the guy. he put like lasers on here and on here, like a video game on his hip, on his knee. And they like, they ch- it transformed his throw yeah. into being more like on time as opposed, to I think, just like armed. And his, obviously, they bring in Stephon Diggs in that same offseason. So that probably helps a good amount. Yeah. But then all his percentages go up and he becomes a better thrower. Is that like a way to fix? Is that normal? Is that how you fix accuracy? Like, how the hell do you fix accuracy? at
7: this stage yeah i i I don't know that that's normal i think we're giving somebody a lot more credit than they deserve with the (laughs) the nodes and things but um brian dable had something to do with it i think uh yeah you know we're seeing that with danny dimes right now that coaching really matters it can really help dude but uh yeah i i love josh he's a fierce competitor i think uh his accuracy was better i think his the year before he came out than the year he came out and maybe that had to do with some of the guys he was playing with but um yeah he's he's the standard right now for guys that go to small schools for guys that can improve their accuracy and everybody kind of points to him but uh he's always been a pretty good player
0: danny dimes was a surprise draft pick a lot of people say well danny this guy you get an accountant that's gonna go play quarterback in new york blah 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 that whole thing now with dayball you just talked about coaching Last year, he looked awesome. Yep, Everything we're seeing out of training camp looks awesome. Yeah. They paid him as if they're expecting him to be awesome. Now, caused a little bit of a scene with Saquon, but they're past that. He's back. They just trade for Isaiah Simmons. I think Wink Martindale is probably going to have a good time. He's going to be lined up over the guard at some point, I bet. And then yeah. he's going to be lined up at corner at some point with that defense that Wink has. It's going to be insane. It feels like they're under the radar right now because Jets and Eagles mm-hmm. in their division – I, you like them obviously what do you think for them is this big jump year for the new york giants
7: i like them a lot you know the problem is it's such a tough division i mean they're going to beat each other up because if you if you're looking at the division you maybe you're saying washington is the worst team right now but that defense in washington that defensive line you know they've got weapons on offense we'll see how sam howell does but that's going to be a tough division. I think they're all going to beat each other up. But expectations for me, I think they surprised some people last year. But they'll have a very similar season this year to
8: last year.
0: Okay, got to the playoffs, huh? Yeah, had a Want big playoff game. Want a playoff game? That's yeah. good. We got a little. Uh, we got a coastal elite back there who's a big time Giants fan. He yeah. he gets real excited every time we put a highlight out there. Brucey, you hear that? Good news, we're going to the playoffs again.
5: Hell yeah, we're rolling, baby. Yeah, not winning the Super Bowl though. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no yeah, way don't know about that. Didn't dance.
0: Well, just a couple moments ago, he said, "Yeah, you're picking one, two, three, or four. Your teams are trash." It's like, whoa. We are not. No,
1: we're not. Well, uh, we, we,
0: we have a great new stadium. Everybody, you know what I mean? We got everything, good things going on. Tone has a question for you, Fitz.
6: Yeah, Fitz, I think I saw a tweet the other day that uh, Baker Mayfield is now, he set a record, I think four teams in two calendar uh, years. Is it is it possible for a quarterback to be just successful at all with that type of movement to new teams?
7: You know it's tough? It takes a special mindset. Last year, we had the game when he was playing for the Rams against the Raiders where he had been there for two or three days. Oh yeah. And McVay threw him out there and he ends up leading the two minute drive at the end of the game to win. That was a for not being a great game, it was a great ending. It was pretty cool. But um, you know, to have an off season under his belt, uh, you know, to be somewhere where they actually have dudes. I mean, Mike Evans is a dude. Chris Godwin is a dude. Um, I think that's gonna help him out a lot. But it's definitely it's a, tough, it's a tough way to live. It's a tough way to get comfortable as a quarterback. But, you know, he played his way into that situation, so he's got to try to play his way out of it and make another team believe in him.
0: Okay, we're talking about moving teams a lot there, and good luck to Baker, and allegedly what happened with his family, too. I mean, hopefully that's sure. – I mean, that's – Terrible. That is terrible. But Appreciate moving on, hope he plays great football in Tampa Bay. Good luck. Hey, good luck, Bay. Go, Go, Go get him, babe. Go get him, back Good luck out there. Hey, good luck out there. But for you, it felt like you were like team stopgaps pretty much everywhere, right? Like that was almost the national narrative whenever you got in there. Like, yeah, we're signing Fitz through a three-year, like $24 million deal or whatever. He's a starter. That was
7: never one been- year. Usually it's a one year or a two year with avoidable year.
0: Yeah, there it is. <laughs>
7: there it is. Fake yeah.
0: years here. Yeah. So, but that was yeah. kind of how it always was. And it was like, yeah, he's going to be the starter. And then we'll kind of see what we're doing afterwards. That was why yeah. it, when you're in the middle of that, where you're like, it'd be cool, you know, if one place just kind of said, mm-hmm. all right, this could be your team for like four years. We're going to build around you a little bit. Obviously, the payment would have to get figured out business wise. But that seemed to be the thing everywhere you went, right? It, where you just, do you just say, like, yeah, I get it? Or at any point, where you like, can we maybe just think about, like, hey, this is my team? Like, we just go do that?
7: I feel like you learned yeah, so that. Yeah, I had, so I had one opportunity in my career, year six with Buffalo, year six, seven, and eight. Um, I ended up starting, not the first few games in year six, but uh, I think week three on. That was the, the one chance I had in my career to be in charge of a team, to take ownership. Got a new contract there. And I didn't play well enough to be the guy. So after that, went back, uh, assumed a backup role in Tennessee. And then from there on out, it was, I love playing football. I'm here because I like playing. So I'm going to go anywhere that I can. I don't care how bad you are. I don't care, you know, if we're saying you're tanking for players, I want to be on the football field and I want to try to lead men. And that was it. And so that's why it was every year. Okay. Well, they brought somebody in to replace me. Where can I go now to find another job where I can end up on a football field? And that's that was kind of the last eight years of my career.
0: We fucking love you, man. Hell yeah. Genuinely, you're good for the game. We need you around the game. That's why I'm incredibly pumped that you're back with Amazon. Hopefully this will become just a rest-of-your-life type thing. That starts September 14th. Eagles hosting the Vikings. Should be an incredible game. And tonight, obviously, there is Eagles-Colts on Amazon Prime. Hell yeah! Mm -hmm. Eleven million people figured out how to stream. Remember that was a conversation. People aren't gonna be able to figure it out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out last time. They're
7: figuring it out. If you build it, they will come. Well said.
0: That was a good baseball field too. They built the shit out of it. It was, and then they
1: kind of ruined it. But that's okay. Yeah, because
0: then they try to make it like (laughs) every day. Yeah, (laughs) commercialized it big time. Yeah, just don't fucking ruin it. You build it, they'll come. But then they will stop.
2: Yeah, (laughs) right.
0: If you ruin it, yeah, exactly. So don't do that. Yep. You guys won't do that. Bezos just. A never ending success machine. Yeah, bingo. Exactly. You ever meet him? You meet him?
7: Yeah, we had we had dinner with him last year. Uh he's jacked. Oh he is jacked. He's on yeah. the yacht
0: too. Jack, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Probably he's getting like good tan. He looks great. Yeah, he's He
7: looks great. Nice dude. How's the handshake?
0: Yeah. Good handshake. Did you go in there? Was it good? You felt good? Was it a dap? Or was yeah, it?
7: yeah, real firm. Yeah. It was great. Did I, f- I didn't I'm not I'm not there yet. It's more of a formal hello. I I slipped back into Harvard mode. When I, when I talk to him a little bit, but slowly, you know, we're getting to know him a little bit better, so.
0: Sir, one of those? Was that what Sir. it was? Sir? Put it there,
1: Jim.
7: Yeah.
0: Did you try to <laughs> alpha him? Did you hang on longer?
7: No. Oh, by the way, speaking of handshakes, we are going to Washington this year, Chicago, Washington. That'll be fun. Let's see if I can slip one in there, the new team owner. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He'll grab your two fingers. That's his move. That's <laughs> Watch out. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, 17 year NFL vet, Ryan Fitzmagic. Thank you, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen years, bro. Ooh, long time. Long time. I think year six, I got a chance to really be like a guy. And then from there on out, I'm just gonna All right, this guy will win you nine games <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sure. If you guys just need a year just to figure out what you're up to, mm-hmm. just roll this fucker out there. He'll learn your offense. He'll be a leader in the locker room. You guys are going to win games. Your team, will ha- your fans will have fun. Yep. And then next year, you just figure it out again. He did that for eight years. Yeah, That's crazy. Yep. His,
5: the Jets team, he was the quarterback of with Todd Bulls, was the best Jets team they've had probably in the last five, six, seven years. It was Eric Decker, Brandon Marshall. They both had Eric a thousand Decker yards. Yeah, we, we beat the shit yeah. out of them in yeah. the
4: first game of the season. Who? The
5: Jets. Yeah, they finished like 10 and six.
0: Who were you, Bengals there or Broncos? Bengals. Bengals gonna be good this year, huh?
4: Bengals gonna be real
5: good.
0: Joey Burrow year. can't even stay through an entire messy game. He's got to go watch man. more film. Whoa, not yeah.
5: committed to greatness.
0: No, yeah. no, no. He is committed to greatness. That's why. He
5: is, but not greatness in his eyes.
0: Yeah, but Methy, if he went to a Bengals game, he'd probably leave at halftime too because he's got to uh, go do go some cardio. Yep, sure. yeah. Yeah, dribble. Yep. Yeah. What does he do all day? Nothing. Gumpy, what's he doing? He's just doing cardio all day, every day. Like, how's this? Why is he the way he is?
3: I mean, to play in that heat last night, 120 fucking minutes, is insane.
0: Now, he runs less than everybody yeah, else.
3: Yeah, he kind mm-hmm. of picks his, picks his spot. Still sweating like
0: a pig. I love that he is. Is that how he's always played?
3: The, him walking up to take that penalty is just who he is. Like, that was so cool. Just watching him strut up. Not a worry in the world that he was just going to slot that thing home. And he starts dancing. <laughs> he's yeah, like, bouncing around.
0: He nice. knows he's that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: It's the best. Dude. A lot of
0: pressure, though. And he's just been able to deliver. Yeah. People are saying, oh, it's easy league, the MLS or whatever. It's like, yeah, the whole league put on his shoulders, though.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. He here, dominated at the World Cup, the best soccer tournament in the world last year. Oh,
0: uh, so you're saying it's kind of a casual soccer thing to say that, oh, the MLS is so bad. That's why Matthew's doing so Pretty good. Pretty
3: casual. He's the best player in the world. You right? don't think
0: FC Cincinnati wouldn't fucking go? Overseas and see what they would do to Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. See,
3: Cincinnati was buzzing last night. They got man. some fast guys. Oh yeah. So
0: Halsey, I think his guy's name. his little little uh, white dude had a yeah. good haircut. Yeah. He was catching up to Messi a lot, and I was yeah. like, Ooh, oh got some guys. The game,
3: huh? the game did change when Robert Taylor came on for Inter Miami. Oh, well, He's classic. been unreal since Messi. So was they there. had
0: him off and Martinez
4: yeah. off. We should have never took um, Acosta out of the game at the end though. He was gas. He had end.
0: nothing left. So. Costa.
4: Yeah, they took him out. He was with, cooked. With 90.
5: Right at the 90 mark, and we knew, okay, that's this all he wrote. Over. This is over.
0: Acosta's a dog. Scored <laughs> off a guy's legs yep. last night. Mm-hmm. Complete redirection. 90-degree turn. <laughs> Into the goal. Genius. Leading his boys. Yep. Leading that city. Yeah, and but Matthew just said, excuse me, let me go ahead and throw this thing on a guy's head from 30 yards away. Real quick. This is my game.
6: Yeah, they say Acosta's missing a little bit of electricity, though. So Oh. He's missing what? What? Electricity, acoustic.
5: <laughs> Trying to. What do you mean? Pre- pretty, darn good, do you mean? pretty darn good, Tony. Pretty darn good.
0: There's levels to this, Tony. <laughs> yep. There is levels to this. Uh, I don't even know where we go from there. Uh, I think we take a break. I think we take a break. <laughs> can, we, can
5: we actually pull that up and listen to it again?
0: <laughs> You're right. Let's do a replay. <laughs> yeah. Of what I'd just love happened there. To watch <laughs> that again. That was phenomenal. Honestly, Tony, uh, cool. we didn't even know. <laughs> no. I feel like we're pretty good, pretty quick, uh-huh. yeah. immediately upon what somebody's saying. We had no idea that Tony had that level of sophistication into jokes.
1: Unbelievable. Holy I mean, that shit. is
0: intricate. That is deep there. Yeah. Like, name, soccer, music, guitars, other guitars. Bingo. Wow. Seinfeld's
1: going to be using that in his opening <laughs> monologue at Madison Square Garden next week. He's playing against Messi. Yeah.
6: This is my game. Yeah, they say Acousta's missing a little bit of electricity, though. So. Oh. He's missing what? What? Electricity. Acoustic.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Trying to.
5: <laughs> Your face. What do you mean? Pre-
2: pretty Talk darn crowd. good, Tony. Pretty, pretty
0: darn good. Let's get to a break. <laughs> I don't get to watch a lot of our clips, man, no. because I can't, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know what's going on. Every once in a while, one will have a lot of action, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what did we say? Uh-oh. Let's go in there. And see what we said. And I'll watch it back. I'm like, let's not watch a lot of those clips. <laughs> let's keep it moving. turn. I'll tell you what. Whenever you're fucking seeing the laces like oh, that, my God, I mean, wow. we got to talk about it. Speaking of, oh, no.
1: Yeah, not good.
0: A team that sucks at baseball has lost the best player oh, in baseball. Player no. ever. For an elbow injury.
1: Yeah, he won't be able to pitch anymore this year. He is still going to DH, though. For a terrible team... He just loves baseball. This guy just, and he's—I mean—he's going to win the MVP. I think he's probably thinking, like, all right, well, fuck it. There's like 35 games left. Let's see how many homers I can hit this year.
0: But if he got surgery now, he'd be rehabbing earlier, right?
1: Yeah, but I think it's just one of those things where he's about to be a free agent, so you don't want to have any kind of major elbow surgery going into a year when you're going to sign the biggest contract. But he's
0: going to need to have surgery, right?
1: <sighs> I, I mean, they haven't said for sure yet. Like, probably. Like yeah, he probably he probably will. is forever. <laughs> Whenever so when,
3: they put this off, they always end up having Tommy John like later that year. It's, it's pointless. So when do you wait. want to get that done now? You no. would you yeah. would think. You no, would small think so he's got to
6: go down first before you can have the surgery. Learn that from uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, yeah. that's right. But so I wonder he'll
0: keep batting while that swelling goes down. I yeah, wonder if that is what
6: his agent saying.
1: What's that I wonder if that is what his agent saying too, though. It's just like we need to put this off as long as possible because maybe you'll get an MRI and it's not as bad as we think it is and you won't need to have surgery because like, it really could be the difference between like 150 $200 million what he's going to sign for in the offseason.
0: He's going to pitch again though at some point? Has to. He's unbelievable. He's too good not to pitch. And he's going to probably need surgery? You would assume so.
1: I mean a torn UCL in your elbow, like yeah, that's no I mean...
4: How many pitchers came back from that?
1: Plenty of guys have, but, you know, those He's guys. He's already
0: got Tommy on? No. He's never oh. had Tommy on. No. Oh, I thought he
1: did. Jeez. I thought I read or wait, No, no, yeah, he did. he did. He did. He like, But that was, I think, what, five or six years ago, maybe? Uh, so it's four like, four like years LASIK. He's to do it.
6: Maybe I saw. So. so he can do it.
0: I just feel like if I'm going into my free agency, I would fixed. like to be further along in my rehab on what I'm going to get paid for, especially if my team sucks right, right now.
4: Unless you're an eye guy. If you're eye guy, you just, oh, fuck it. I just want to win the BP
0: No, the eye guy is actually saying I'm getting surgery for my contract and not hitting for the team. Yeah. Sorry. Which is kind of what I would assume Shohei is.
4: No. Opposite.
0: He loves baseball. Yeah.
5: Yeah, so he's staying on. I Shitty. love my
0: teammates. I can still hit. Got an arm that can barely move. But with this wood in my hand, yeah. we got dong shots coming. Exactly for the good of this team. Bat on ball. We're gonna lose six to two the rest of the way. Those two runs coming from this fucking bat two times.
1: I think baseball is a little bit different too. Like with guy, like the rehab because the season is so long. Like if he misses the first two or three months of the season next year with this, like that's not the end of the world. Like that would still be enough time where he could come back and make a big enough impact for a team. Where so like the if you
0: didn't want to get big surgery before the contract. He's going to have to get surgery at some point, though, right? So that you
1: would like, assume that he is going to need to have elbow
4: surgery. All
0: right, I don't understand baseball. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> it's so
4: Everybody dumb. on Earth should be football. You would have surgery is it right, right now. now? It yeah. is so this dumb. guy should
0: no, be getting surgery yesterday. Yeah. yeah, but what the fuck do I know? I don't. I don't know anything. I got a bat right here, though. Yeah,
5: <laughs> it's just a stupid sport.
1: <laughs> <It is. laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: it's a beautiful sport. I
1: like the playoffs. Tell I still them, like the Todd, playoffs. It's
0: a beautiful sport.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you don't like baseball, you don't like baseball. It's kind of.
0: Oh, I thought that was gonna be like America or something. No, no, oh, you just, just you've you've kind of softened it. America, yeah, well, you
1: know, what are you gonna say? I mean, you guys don't like it. I do. There's really, I'm not. I not, like I'm it. Not, I'm not gonna argue against a brick wall. I'm just not gonna do it. Walls, the commissioner it's says her.
0: it's a piece of metal. Well, there's he's 700 a 700 game. He's a
1: dipshit. This there's, guy's
0: gonna need surgery, no but we're not doing it now. We're and doing the it teams suck. team suck. Teams stinks. I don't. I just don't. That's not his fault. No, concur. But it's yeah. also that's why I think he should like get your ass under the knife.
5: Yeah,
0: Because maybe you'll be back. How long is the uh, rehab for Tommy on? Pretty long. Yeah, like Six nine to months nine. to a year. Oof. Oh, Jesus. Let's get to a break. Hey, show, hey, we appreciate your service. We saw none of it, though. No. no, West Coast. And bad team. Mm-hmm. But we've heard about it, and damn it, you've been amazing. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen the highlights. You deserve it all, pal. And we still think somebody's going to pay you a lot of money. A lot of money. Oh, like I'd be probably the Pittsburgh Pirates.
2: The
1: Yankees should give him six hundred million dollars and let him sit out for three months let him do whatever he wants. You want to wait to get surgery, miss the first three months of next year, fucking do it.
0: What's his name? Cashman? Yeah. He said it's an embarrassment this year.
1: Well he's a dipshit. They need to fire his ass and Aaron Boone, but you know, that's neither here nor there.
5: All right. Let's get to a break. His boys are on the Red Sox. He knows he's coming home. His best friends from Japan are. What are we talking about here? I don't know. yeah. He's he going to, the best he's for going Chicago to $600 too. Six hundred
0: million? I do not know who you're talking about because I thought Seattle was where. Then you know people. He in does Seattle? like Seattle. Yeah, he yeah.
5: likes Seattle. He likes who playing there.
0: I think there's a lot of people that don't like Seattle, yeah, especially it, in the, the race history. After I said it, I thought about it. You do you like it or not? I don't think I do. Really? So the question you just asked, you found out you were the rebuttal to.
6: I think the topography <laughs> and the geography is great. Um, some yeah. of the thoughts on things, not so much. Okay. so what was paint the
0: whole what, city the exact thoughts. same.
5: Yeah, Tony watches Tucker and Trump one night, and here we are talking about... Saturday
0: no, I don't... Make make I think it's 75 million views in four minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
5: I mean,
6: it's if the guy's afraid to debate, then he's afraid to debate. Yeah. <laughs>
3: 200 million views this morning. Yep. DeSantis, 200 million. DeSantis didn't do himself any favors last night, though. So. Ron DeSantis. Oh, I'm
0: sure you guys fucking know what's yeah. good and what isn't. Well, but, I'm sure you guys know. If <laughs> you
6: paid attention. That's not my guy anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean it's over He's on to Kenny Chris Christie is going to win the nomination I saw his
0: ass. He's running he's for president Yes yeah, he is I saw him on the he's, internet He's
3: back baby. He got
0: cooked by somebody obviously That's what Chris Christie
1: does I was <laughs> told
3: Vivek was running away with the whole thing
0: Paul <laughs>
1: Triple H What? what? God. Yeah. Triple H is Triple H running H for president there Yeah he fucking hit the pedigree
0: on Chris Christie to end it <laughs> Wow That shit's wild bro It's getting loud in that world Hey hey yeah. Why don't you smart people figure it out Figure it figure out, out. Good luck. But I do appreciate the fact that now all of a sudden you guys are a debate analyst, presidential debate. No. Remember when... Uh when the stonks yep. started, oh, yeah. we yep. had stock experts, yeah. oh, experts yeah. NFT
3: experts, yeah. Bitcoin experts. Yeah. Now Cold we got experts. one guy every time. Now we Same got guy every presidential time. Presidential debate <laughs>
2: experts. Uh, <laughs> the, Can-
3: the, yeah. the
6: Canadian is our presidential debate expert. Well, listen, he's had to watch their. Yeah, guy. he's been yeah.
5: in the
3: yeah. trenches with yeah. the I government. I know. I know funny. what bad is, my friends.
5: <laughs> so is your president.
3: Whoa, prime minister. Prime minister. Oh, oh no,
5: I'm Chris. talking about the president of America. I'm not talking about...
3: da you the pig.
5: Other <laughs> the other guy's got way more problems. Okay.
0: I don't know if there's any winning in that world at this nope. particular no. stage of life. No. That's no. why I stay out of it, but I love the fact that you guys are just diving in.
5: Oh, I love it. I'm so Pumped for next year. It is going to be so much fun watching. What's Gonzo this
0: up to? No, it's not. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's the absolute <laughs> I, worst. Me too, See? Foxy.
5: See, I hate it. You guys gotta you guys gotta fucking flip that mindset and flip it and just look at it. You're getting no. lost in these memes. I yeah, love yeah. it. You need to get
0: out of these memes, no. quicksand. No, I, I you're not, in the deep end uh, right uh, now. Uh, <laughs> get uh. out of those memes. It's dragging you no. it down. You gotta anchor on They're, your right foot. So
3: fun, you young naive fool.
0: You just need to get out of. Out of there, get out of there! Well, so mad, everybody's it, so angry. Get oh yeah,
5: there. well I'm not. I'm not listening to the people. I'm strictly listening oh, to the people on course. that stage and what they are saying. You listen to we the people seven we times a day. Yeah, people. well I listen to music, of course. But I'm, <laughs> when I'm talking about strictly the you know government presidential campaign, how are you not going to listen to Donald like, no, Trump? I
0: just—it's hard for me not to just think like nothing matters. Yes, you know, like <laughs> after um, after the whole COVID thing. <laughs> and like what's coming out, it's like, okay, nothing matters. Yeah, where is Focci? Sh- So, okay, so there's Oh gone. my God. Jeez Louise. <laughs> he's not throwing out any, any pitches. Nah, he's no, back he's in the line. That was when he got into my world whenever he the threw pitch. that thing over fucking first baseline. Sure. Yep. Had to talk about it. Mm hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. That's why I'm
0: eating ice cream yes. at that thing, without the thing.
3: Yeah. Ever since the moon landing, it's like, really, what is this all about? I know,
2: well, Whoa.
1: No, he's right, because that's the last time we could actually trust and believe in something. And then since then, it's just been, you know. You <laughs> Did I see
6: India just landed anymore. on the moon? Yeah, you know? the, the actual South Pole of the moon. they were the first 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 country to ever do it.
5: Yeah. Recently. India landed on the dark side of the moon, and guess what? They're all going to die. Because yeah. everyone knows right. what's on yeah. the dark side this of
2: the This is what these are memes right, are Connor. doing you. No, Smart no, Smart no. guy.
5: No, no, no. The, the, these are not the memes I'm seeing. Right now, I'm seeing a lot of birds. I'm seeing uh, a lot of Antarctica stuff. A lot of Antarctica <laughs> stuff. But I'm not seeing much about the moon. But everyone knows. You go to the dark side of the moon, boom, you're dead.
0: Yeah. It's a great album. Let's get to a break. Yes, it is. We'll be back on the other side. And AJ moving. Hawk will be joining us. I'm sure he has some thoughts mm-hmm. on India landing on... Yeah, there they All are. Right. Zito just made a moon. graphic.
5: No, no, no. They sent the traffic cone up with uh, landing gears on the bottom of it. That's exactly what it looks like. This Zito. is
0: the only photo they put out. See where'd, land where'd you pull this from? Where'd you pull it? Where'd you pull it? I googled. Did India India land on the moon? India's and it Twitter up? account
6: put this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, At India. India. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's verified. They have the gold check or just the blue one? Look, let me see. Both. Oh,
6: uh, that's a good point. Those gold
0: checks popped up out of nowhere. They, they okay. have The NFL, right? You see now they have the that's gray ones too. Oh, you don't say it. They're going to have to have the checks for the checks. Remember when I got absolutely murdered on Twitter (laughs) for saying that? Mm -hmm. You don't know what Elon's doing? You shut up in your tank top. (laughs) All right. Well, someone's going to have to differentiate (laughs) Some some fake accounts.
3: Whatever he's doing, he's doing a great job.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's videos getting 7,000 million views. Right. It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Three minutes after they're posted. Every human... That has lived on this earth for the last 60 years, saw this video.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: It's unbelievable.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, I guess that's X, baby. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get some break. That's right. AJ Hawk will be on the other side. We live in an incredibly insane time. Oh, truly. But sports are about to really start cooking. Now, we do have to say, over the next 14 days with nothing, this is wild that the NFL set us up for this. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's college football, though. Because we're so close. But we're not. But you're right. College football week zero this weekend. Yeah,
5: our team's playing. Heisman
0: play, Heisman Winner's playing yep. this yeah
6: He's yeah. also playing. Yes.
0: Jacksonville State's playing. Boom. Navy, Notre Dame, and Ireland, they're playing. Let's yeah. go. I mean, we got teams playing. Hawaii's playing. You think? Huh? Let's go. Those There's a lot going on in Hawaii right now. Yeah. Yep. And then Jacksonville State makes their D1A yeah. football debut. Smallest school in D1A football.
4: Yeah.
6: You heard the name Nathan Rourke. He was the uh, Jags quarterback who's been making all those yep. plays in the preseason. He was Canadian. Like- yeah, his little brother is the starter for OU and was MAC Offensive Player of the Year last year. Look for some fireworks from the Ohio Bobcats.
0: Okay. Whoa. Joining us now is a man who has a very warm soul and a warm heart. Every time he joins, we think to ourselves, wow, what an incredible human being. Yeah. Yeah. He's a philanthropist. He has a cult event every single year that raises hundreds, hey, and hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars for a hospital. He's a man who's won a college football national championship and a Super Bowl championship. I don't know how many people have done that, but this is one of them. He's the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, the president of Ohio, COVID survivor, father of 10, ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. Yay! Yay! Oh. A.J., how you doing? Hottest day on record, I guess, coming up today, 105 or something like oh, that. You hear geez. that?
9: Hottest... Hottest day on record, really? It's, it's boiling. We've, we've been hearing that for a while. Now. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's no longer global warming. It is global boiling. And just like we've been saying, uh, smart people uh, figure, figure it that. out. With that being said, what have we figured out at this stage of the game with the Jonathan Taylor situation with the Indianapolis Colts, A.J. Hawk? Now, we'll be joined by Billy Walters here in about right. 13 minutes to talk about sports gambling. What a perfect time to chat with this man who obviously has a book out, but sports gambling is also about to take over the entire country. It's already in however many states, 25, 30, whatever the hell. It is, and it's only going to grow. But this Jonathan Taylor situation, every day we kind of learn a new piece to the puzzle. For instance, the Indianapolis Colts said, "All right, you're allowed to find a lot of fun to train." Then the Indianapolis Colts came out and said, "You have until." Tuesday to find yeah. said trade. We're not just going to be waiting around. Adam Sheffield said Colts have given Jonathan Taylor until Tuesday to find a suitable trade after authorizing the star running back that he can go find a trade partner. Now, this is all coming from Stephen Holder, who now works for ESPN, formerly of the Indy Star, formerly of doing news in Miami, but he's been around Indianapolis a long time. Pretty plugged in, knows a lot of people. He also expanded upon Jonathan Taylor's thoughts and intentions in an article that he wrote on ESPN.com this morning, where he has three different quote tweets where he's responding to people one one of the tweets says in your opinion hasn't this been an all-time boneheaded move on taylor's camp side? request a massive deal in a down running back market while coming off an injury not getting that deal and then claiming you're still injured while also requesting a trade what kind of logic is that shake my head Stephen holder says well it's not my place to judge other people's actions." <laughs> Yeah. All I can do is tell you what the intent is. Taylor is unconvinced that Colts will ever do a long-term extension, so he is playing the only card he can. Whether we agree or disagree is immaterial. Those are the facts. Stephen Holder said, hey, Michael Blair, this is what we're talking about. Then he would go on. Chef uh, oh,
5: Boyarbis." Yeah, Boyerbees. Yeah, you got it. Boyardee.
0: Chef Boyarbis. Yeah. There it is. Chef Boyar Bees. Get it, because it's Chef Boyar. We apologize, Chef. It appears to be Jake is your actual name. The issue most people are having in this entire thing is the agent. Before he switched, he was talking about his love for the organization, how he wants to retire and in Indy. switches agents, becomes a diva. No player is going to get <laughs> max money coming off a bad season with injuries. Stephen Holder says, Jonathan Taylor is extremely intelligent and is his own man. Ooh. You know what he said,
2: oh, yeah Fierce.
0: Yeah. This perspective ignores a basic reality. Jonathan Taylor considered lots of agents and purposefully chose his current representative. Chef so, so, uh, so, uh, uh, Jake, boy RB's. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> which I guess is something that Stephen Holder thought that maybe wasn't being chatted about enough. And then he said, not interested in paying him at all, says Travis. Or paying him at $16 million he's asking for. Big difference. What do they actually want? And then Jim Irsay told Stephen Holder personally, on the record, that they did not even make a contract offer to Taylor. It was never a negotiation because there was never an offer just stating a fact. Okay, so what I just learned there, and a lot, and I apologize for kind of running through it all, Stephen Holder now at ESPN, he is a guy who knows a lot of people in Indy, so I would assume he's plugged in and everything like that. They didn't make an offer, so there was never a negotiation? No. Right. So is that, if there was never an offer, there was never a negotiation, how do we get to this point where we got public tweets kind of attacking each other, where everybody hates each other? There's one question. Follow-up. Jonathan Taylor chose this guy to be bad cop is what I think Stephen Holder is saying. He said, listen, I've been, you know, the mayor around here, I didn't get paid, running backs are getting fucked. I need somebody that's going to go be bad cop. That's why he hired his old buddy. And then also, follow-up here is like, what those guys are tweeting and Stephen Holder's answering to, the chef and the others, like, Colts fans are very okay with Jonathan Taylor not being an Indianapolis Colt. Not everybody. Obviously, there's a lot of Colts fans that are gonna be very bummed about this, but we are very much at a position, and I'm me included, so I apologize I don't speak for everybody, but <laughs> a majority of people. You know, if you don't want to be here, don't be here, is yep. kinda of how this is going. Florio pontificated that the Tuesday deadline might be because the Colts are just gonna take the best offer and get and move on. What do you think? And I apologize for having to do all that. But this is the biggest story in the NFL right now. One of the best players in the NFL two years ago. And he's upset and disgruntled. How's it pan out, A.J. Hawk?
9: Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like he's gone. I don't see any path where he's back on the Indianapolis Colts right now. It just doesn't – it feels like it's too far gone. We always say, yeah, money fixes everything. Well, I don't think the money's coming from Indianapolis. And that's probably what started all this. If he expected them, hey, let's try to – let's at least talk. Let's negotiate something. He may have thrown some ideas out there his agent, and then they come back with nothing. Like, no, you got to go play under your contract. And I'm, I would assume, if that's the case, that's a big part of this.
0: That would imply a negotiation, though. Like a negotiation. Yeah, I mean,
9: do they think – who knows? Until we hear Jonathan Taylor's – his side of the story and what's going on, I guess we don't know. We only hear – Stuff that gets leaked from the Colts side, I guess, and from people like Stephen Holder.
0: Well, and I think Stephen Holder's probably hearing from Jonathan Taylor's side as well. Yeah. I yeah. would I would, think that he's yes. going to be able to be plugged in on both sides. So congrats to Stephen Holder for being able to get to that point in his career here in Indianapolis. But, like, and he's at ESPN. That's good. Hey, Stephen Holder, mm-hmm. I remember his first year in Indianapolis. <laughs> Fresh out of the news. <laughs> really? This guy in Miami comes into Indianapolis. Makes, he said some things like, Almost got boycotted from the locker room by oh. Chuck. But I think he was pretty oh. accurate with them about what his sources were saying, just the way, like, Stephen Holder has been, you know, a guy. He's been a guy here yeah. for a long time. Now he's got the news on Jonathan Taylor that everybody on earth is trying to get right now. He would be the right guy to get into it. But, like, the whole thought that maybe there wasn't even a negotiation is wild to me because then how are we so pissed off? Like, yeah. if there, you know.
9: You would understand the trade request then, right? If you're thinking, all right, I, I thought we were going to talk at least or something, and then
0: yeah, because the trade request would be a part of the negotiation.
9: Yeah.
5: Yes, like if he that would be a move. Yeah, it's all part yeah.
9: of it. Yeah, that's a move. Of course, that's a move. Everything you say publicly is a move too. Like that's what agents will say. Like you don't need to say, hey, we're yeah, I'm I'm holding out right now, but we're going to figure this thing out real soon. I can't wait to get back in the field and get with my teammates.
0: Go ahead, Pack. What do you think about it all?
4: Um, I think it was conversation. The number wasn't the number that he think it should be and it just it's got a little sloppy and you know jim jim is gonna do shit his way just same way jerry jones gonna do shit his way and once it get out of um i think a tang of respect um things go sour i i I don't think this can be patched up
0: i don't think so either it's weird too because like most things are to your point aj and just give him a deal yeah money whatever the reality the money is and it'll be all good it's like I don't think it's like that. And there's another thing I was talking to my wife about last night about it all because my wife grew up here in Indiana, big Colts fan. And uh, the team that introduced Indiana to the Colts, because Indiana was a racing city, Indianapolis was a racing city and a pacer city. You know, the Colts stunk long time. Colts are bad. long Reggie long. Miller. Yeah, yep. bingo. Reggie Miller. I mean, you talk about old Cuz Jermaine or had a uh, yeah, a man. club here for a oh, while. Deadlift yeah. mm-hmm. uh,
9: Shrimp. Yep. Artest uh Rick Stack Smith. Steve Jack. Uh, I yeah.
0: mean, this, this was You know, there's good Pacers history, basketball history. I think the Basketball Hall of Fame's here. So, like, Mm -hmm. this was not a football Mm -hmm. city until Peyton Manning gets there and then that team that gets bid around and then become a very passionate fan base because, oh, we're fucking good. You know? Like, okay, we are winning. So, this fan base, I don't want to say, like, they're used to winning, but, like, yeah, we're used to winning here. So, for Mm -hmm. the last three years to be the clown car that it has (laughs) seemingly been, and, like, Peyton never did this. No. This is what... Colts fans are like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, so your team stinks. This team is the worst that it's been in a long time. You guys are an embarrassment to our city. Uh, Peyton never had this situation. Now he ended up getting cut, (laughs) which (laughs) certainly introduced us to the harsh reality of what the NFL could be. The other side. Uh, But Marvin Harrison, this never really seemingly happened to the extent in which this is happening. Dallas Clark, this. This never happened the way that it did. Jeff Saturday, Gary Brackett, Ryan Deem, Charlie Johnson, the people that introduced mm-hmm. football to the Indianapolis fans. Yeah. And I'm not saying like there wasn't people that knew, but you get it. They all have this, this is what football is. This is what success is. This is what we need. And if you don't want to be here, we don't fucking want you to be here. That's how Colts fans feel. And so I think Jim Irsay maybe got a little sense of that. Of like, yeah, brother, like, (laughs) you don't deserve to be a Mm -hmm. cult if this is how you want to act while our team is our worst. So that goes back to the point where I don't know if money can cure that. You know, I don't know if money can cure people being like, this guy's, not only was he a part of the downfall of our entire organization, but now he's like, Uh, I got bad mouth and yeah. organization and saying he wants out. Yeah. It's, like, it's ugly, and this was not who Jonathan Taylor was at all, but if you go back to what Stephen Holder said, he knew he wasn't like this, yeah. and then he was like, give me a bad guy. I need it to happen. I just think it was a bad move to the first person that tweeted, in the calendar year in which he did it, when mm-hmm. he did it, this particular year coming off the, I just think it was a bad business move I think he's still a great football player. I think if he was to go to another team, he's going to do great. I hope he gets paid. But the way it's been managed here in Indy, it seems like it was a sabotage mission from the beginning not to be an Indianapolis Colt anymore. And I think Colts fans feel that way.
5: It's almost as if the running backs, because they had that little powwow, it's not as if this would be the situation but it's almost like hey Jonathan you're the next guy up you're getting paid four million if you think you should get more money it's not just you you're doing this for like hey half of us five of us are going to be free agents next year and it's yeah. kind of someone's got to not you know fall on the sword but if there was ever a time to do it and be like kind of a trailblazer for the running backs and getting better deals would they not ask maybe yeah Jonathan
0: and I think Colts fans would be very appreciative that he would remain loyal to his running back brother sure. in a around the NFL, as opposed to the Indianapolis fucking Colts. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah. that would be uh, – which is a whole nother thing to just even pile on to the, like, what the hell are we doing here? Yep. And if there was never a money offer made, I guess that kind of can rule off the table of them saying – What gonna- if he
9: never wanted to be back? What if I know he made all those comments in the spring. I signed my contract. I'll play it out. What if something happened, whatever the offense is, whatever it might be? He's like, I don't want to play here anymore.
5: Get me out. And that's why he might not be low to the Colts. It's like, hey, I've had – three years and I've had three different quarterbacks and you paid all the old linemen that blocked for me and they didn't block very well. So yeah, I don't have any loyalty to the Colts. I have more loyalty to the Pete, like the running back. Then in situation. April, he
0: shouldn't have done what he did. Like yeah, if he wanted yes. the move to go the way it is yeah. now, granted he goes to a big market. They win. He does well. This wall. Forgotten. be forgot. Completely forgotten yeah. about. Yeah. But in the moment it's loud around the NFL, mm-hmm. allegedly six teams, have uh, questioned or inquired about it. But like in the modern NFL, we talk to GMs Howie allegedly Philadelphia always in on everything. Brandon Bean of the Buffalo Bills, if he hears anything, he wants to know Mm -hmm. if there's anything going on. What's the level of uh, commitment about the inquiries? And then there's two people that have allegedly made offers. The Dolphins being one of them. Yes, like what was their offer? Because we saw Isaiah Simmons today go for a bag of balls, man. So like you know, like what is the level of interest? They're trying to
9: gauge. Don't you think each team is probably trying to gauge? Hey, what are what are teams throwing out there for possible offers? What are you offering up to try to get this guy on your team? And if you can find some good value, why wouldn't they try to reach out and pick him
0: up? Yeah, and are they going to pay him a deal? Or are they going to pay him what he's worth right now? Like, are people reaching out like, uh, is Jonathan Taylor available for $4 million? Like, yeah. is this a personal thing or is this like a business thing? Like, no, you're probably going to have to pay him. And, like, and then Jonathan Taylor's rep is like, yeah, you're going to have to pay me. And they're like, okay, well, let us know if that changes. Like, is, yeah. are people doing that? Or how is it? Because Jonathan Taylor at $4 million I think everybody
2: He's yeah. gonna
0: be in on that and that would make sense, you know, and that seemingly is what Rap and Shefty are saying, but like is that something he's gonna accept? Because then they only want a new deal, and doesn't matter. I guess not, because the Colts can do whatever the fuck they want.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it mm-hmm. seems like you know, if there was no negotiation, like everything changed. Uh, like they may have came with a number, and then the Colts, you know, maybe would have been like more pliable on what they were going to do. But then his agent publicly dissed and kind of embarrassed Ursa on Twitter, and I feel like after that, like either they were probably super cold toward him, and like the kind of whole attitude and environment changed. And then I think from that point on, it was kind of just like. All right, fuck this guy. Like we we tried to we tried to play nice, we tried to do right by him, you know, for what we thought was fair and Like, you know, again, we we can say what we want, like, you know, or like these guys have egos. There's a reason you're a billionaire when you fucking publicly (laughs) try to embarrass a guy (laughs) and like shit on him and his reputation and everything like that's never going to end well ever.
0: Yeah. But Uh, what we hope happens is it ends well for everybody. Right.
4: You know, I think uh, whatever, whatever, whatever team he signed with is going to be intentions of him getting a deal. There's no way that he's signing with another team to go play up under the $4 million Yeah, concur. Unless it's just happen.
0: like that personal that they hate each other. It just can't work, which it might be. We have no idea. Oh, it's personal. We got to pivot away from Jonathan Taylor uh, and chat about like a great of all time. Oh, yeah in a particular field that is blossoming in the United States of America every single day. His name has been synonymous with sports gambling while remaining anonymous somehow for decades and decades, and that was a part of the entire thing. These sports books were trying to sniff out where the fuck his decisions and opinions were coming from, what humans are working for this guy, because what he'll do is he'll hit us with a left jab. Ooh, Ooh, we'll put $100,000 on this side. The Vegas people will find out. That's Billy Walters. He must like it. Then he's coming on the other side. five. 100,000 on the other side. How about that? This guy bullied sportsbooks so much that his name started getting whispered around the entire country, even though there was no internet, there was no legal sports gambling. Everybody knew of this human's existence, including the government. Sent his ass to fucking jail. Yep. But who would he be? if he wasn't the most successful gambler of all time who had a little run-in with the law. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the author of the new book called Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, legend in the gambling world who actually bought a roulette machine one time mm. and studied it so much so that he could go into the fucking Win Casino and beat him. Wow. We're talking consummate <laughs> gambler, yeah. big brain, author now. Ladies and gentlemen,
10: Billy Walters. Yay!
2: What's
0: up, man?
10: Hey, not shaking, Pat. Thanks for having me. This is my kind of show. It's, uh, you guys are having a lot of fun.
0: Hey, we try to, Billy. And listen, I... Uh, whenever we found out that there was a chance you could come on the show, we were all very surprised because I grew up in Pittsburgh. A lot of Italians, obviously. We all know what happens there. Okay. I Listen, I'm not, I'm actually 0.01% got a horn necklace. Okay. So let's all remember that. We've known a sports gambling. Your name, though, I've known it literally forever. I think everybody has. And that's our reading a little bit about you. You started gambling when you were nine. Then you become this guy who's gambling hundreds of millions of dollars a year and you're winning all the time when everybody else loses how did you get to that point you're just smarter than everybody is that what you think did you pick it up quicker or are you just the most invested in sports gambling that's why it's kind of all hit
10: Pat, uh i guess i was a hard-headed dude and uh Hell just had crazy. a tremendous amount of resilience and uh and i kept getting knocked down i tell you how i got good Pat, is i kept losing i lost and lost and lost and i just kept uh, uh kept after it and finally figured it out uh it, was, uh, it wasn't easy, and uh, that's one of the reasons I wrote this book. You know, at one time, you know, I was uh, – call me a beginning average gambler, and I went through a, a lot of shit that guys are going to go through today that are going to start gambling, you know, legalized sports betting. And, again, I'm so happy it's here because it's something that I've kind of dreamed of for a long time. You know, it wasn't that long long ago, Pat, that uh, I got indicted four times in the gaming capital world in Nevada, Las Vegas, for betting on sports. I went to court four times and I beat them four times. Hey, everybody, oh, yeah, really? yeah. Obviously, and, you yeah. won. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. But here we are a few years later now. It's legal and it's great. And, and I'm so happy it is. But I also know that, uh, you know, beating sports on a regular basis, Pat, is is a really difficult thing to do, man, like 11 to 10. And so that was one of the reasons, just one of the reasons I wrote this book. Uh, I'm 77. I'm not getting any younger. And, uh, I wouldn't have sold this information, Pat, 10 years ago for $20 million. Uh, but I'm seventy-seven. like I say, uh, I'm not going to live forever. It's my legacy. And uh, I wanted to give this to guys who are betting sports. Uh, you know, they're going to have a lot better shot than they would have had on their own. And uh, I put everything in there that I know about it, Pat. I didn't leave nothing out. I, there's stuff in there for the average guy. I'm help him a lot. Betting strategy, money management systems, all the charts. to explain the value of all the points. And money lines and what what to pay. And then there's a, an advanced section in there, Pat, for I don't care who the guy is. He's going to learn a lot in that also. So there's a couple of things in there. By the way, salute to Froggy's Bar. Uh, I used to spend quite a bit of time in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one of my favorite cities.
0: Hell yeah. Did they know you were there? The books didn't know you were there, right? I mean, you had to live in, like, anonymity forever for this whole thing, right? Is That that was a big part of the whole Billy Walters gimmick, right? Nobody fucking knew who you were?
10: yeah. Yeah, I was kind of that. The, you know, a, a lot of guys are betting sports. You know, they'll play on Sunday night, Monday when the numbers first come out and they're fairly soft. And you know, you can bet a small amount of money. And uh, I was never really interested to win a small amount of money. I was interested in trying to win a large amount of money. In order to do that, you got to wait till later in the, in the week to to play, and you got to have a, you know, you got to have a lot of different places you can bet uh sports market really bets not it's really not that big at all compared to wall street and you know if you want to bet say during the regular season a million, two million bucks on an nfl game you know you got to bet a lot of places and uh, and, and 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 i put up you know I put together a network uh, when i closed the 2016 pat and i prepared for trial in that insider trading case and we had an office in Panama City, Panama. I had sixteen hundred accounts in that office, and then out about another hundred accounts in Las Vegas. So we were betting literally all over the world. And that that's how we were able to bet so money. Yeah. Frankly, that might have been as difficult as the handicapping part was, or maybe even more difficult, you know, putting all those accounts together, but more importantly, maintaining.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you're betting hundreds of millions of dollars, 1,600 accounts in Panama City, Panama. Whoa. I mean, you're on the run yeah. there. You're you're a full outlaw in this yeah. entire thing. But also, you got to manage now where everything's going yeah. at every single turn. I couldn't even imagine the back-end paperwork to keep track of everything. What a nightmare. Everybody just paid you? Just paid you? Because they didn't know or... Because obviously the horror stories back in the day of sports betting is if somebody loses, you know, they're going to come get you. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, you might give a baseball bat to the shins. Yep. You know what I mean? They're going to do that whole thing. Break your hand. You never had that issue, I guess, because you always seemingly ended up up and paid your bets. But was it ever hard for you to collect money whenever it wasn't regulated, legalized, or anything like that?
10: Well, Pat, first of all, I was in Las Vegas. I had an office in Panama City, Panama, about I had about 30 guys down there running that. Yeah, uh, be I've been stiff for millions and millions of dollars. I mean, I, by bookmakers, not by, you know, they didn't pay me. So, and I've been stiff by people I did business with. Uh, I never had the arm laid on me for trying to collect any money from me. I've had the arm laid on me for trying to shake me down as I, as I share in the book, you know, but, uh, the, uh, uh so yeah, I've, I've had a little taste of, of getting stiffed. Uh, I've had a, little, had a little taste of, uh, you know, different things uh, in my life, uh, you know, as a gambler. But uh, I never had any issue with anybody ever trying to muscle me because I didn't pay them because I pay everybody.
0: That's a smart play. That's actually a quick pay, you know, quick friends. Go yeah, ahead, AJ.
9: I'm curious. What's uh like When you see people gambling on sports now, what's the biggest mistake you see, like amateurs or people that kind of just are casual gamblers? What's the biggest
10: mistake they make? Pat, what I put in the book, uh, AJ, I'm sorry, excuse me, AJ, what I put in the book is I put some basic strategy in there, and the basic strategy is the majority of them they got they got one bookmaker they're betting. You, I mean, you, I mean, you're making the biggest mistake in the world if you do that. You, you've got to shop around. You got to get the best numbers. You need as many bookmakers as you can possibly bet with, in order to. You know, see what the market is. The second thing is AJ. I see a lot of people playing parlays and teasers. Oh, people bet sports; they're under the pretense they're laying eleven dollars to win ten. Uh, and on a straight bet, you are. But a lot of these parlays and teasers, you're laying a dollar twenty-five, a dollar thirty. You got no chance to win. <laughs> and then I see people buying half points, and they're paying way too much money to buy a half point. Uh, uh, you know, there's you know things such as that. And, and the other thing I see AJ is. I see people getting involved thinking they're going to make a lot of money real quick. They go in, they get themselves, uh, a, you know, overboard. They got started chasing their money and uh, they end up losing a lot of money. They shouldn't lose, and get themselves in trouble. You know, my simple advice is look, get you as many bookmakers as you can, uh, shop around, get the best number. I put the charts in the book, AJ, so everybody can understand what the true odds are. But more importantly, if you're going to buy half a point, all Every point has a different value. Some are a lot more important than others. As you know, Pat, three is the most important uh, yeah. uh, number in football. you right. man. Hey, thank you, baby. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's right, baby. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Really fucking number. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's right. But every other number has a different value, too. So if you're buying half a point, you got to know the right number, the right value to play. H- how does a money line compare to a point spread? What's the right price? So, all of that stuff, I I put every one of those charts in the book to help people. You got to have a money management system. You got to have some kind of plan. You can't go out there on Sunday and lose three bets, and all at once there's a game on Sunday night. And, oh, I really don't, my nose is open. I'm a loser. I'm going to double up and catch up. You bet on a game you really don't have an opinion on. I tell you, you, cannot let your emotions take over while you're gambling, AJ. Oh. You Got to keep your head straight. Well, well no say.
0: Thanks, Billy. Yeah, fine.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Try how we
0: do that. You could get yeah. a whole tub. I mean, what yeah. we? well,
10: I, I'll give you a little insight. The you know, whatever games that you decide you're going to bet before they start, that it just make a you know say. Make a promise to yourself, regardless of what happens, I'm not betting on any more games unless something actually comes up oh. that I realize I've got some value here and I got the best of it. But I'm not going to bet another game today just because I'm a loser. That ain't going to happen. Billy, my weight goes from 285 pounds to
0: 235 pounds. The amount of promises I've broken with my fucking self. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I I wish. That's a real talent that you had. And I do believe this book, Gombler: Secrets from a Life at Risk, is going to become like the sports gambling bible like Doyle Brunson had with poker. You remember back in the day when poker had its big boom, World Series of Poker happened. Texas Dolly wrote that book and everybody was like, I'm reading it, I'm reading I'm learning poker. I think you're doing the same exact thing right now with the sports gambling. So we want to say thank you for spilling some game to the rest of us. Now, whenever you're talking about – a book promotion. There's going to be excerpts that are released before the book is out that are obviously going to garner a lot of headlines. This book is no different. The Phil Mickelson stuff really became the conversation for everybody because of how big the numbers were that a professional athlete was gambling while he was in professional athletics. Now, he's disputed the Ryder Cup thing. We don't have to get into that. That ain't this type of show, anyways. But whenever Phil Mickelson and you kind of link up to start gambling, how many years of success did you guys have before it maybe one a different way, and how do those types of relationships start for you throughout your history? Where somebody has a shit ton of money, and they're like, "All right, sportsbooks can't find this guy, the government can't find this guy, mm-hmm. nobody, this guy is no, he's a ghost." Yeah. But somehow they find you and end up being partners. How does that whole thing start? And how many of those types of guys did you have over your run?
10: Well, I, I did business with thousands of them over my run. The, uh, I couldn't bet sports books. Uh, a lot of sports books wouldn't take my business because I beat them. Excuse me. <laughs> I met him in 2006 at Pebble Beach. I was playing in the AT&T at Pebble Beach. And he and I, I made a cut on Sunday. I was playing with Freddie Occupy, a pro. He was playing uh, with Steve Lyons, the guy at Ford Motor Company. That's who he had a uh, an, you know he had a, a business relationship with. The entire day, all he talked to me about was sports. And, uh, and I, I never saw him again for two years. And I ran into him at the Wachovia Championship. I played in a pro-am there. And after the round, he approached me in the locker room. He said, I understand you do partnerships. And I said, i do partnerships if someone has bigger accounts than I have or they have places that that they can bet that I can't bet. And, of course, he did. He had some really big accounts. Our relationship, uh, Pat, was real simple. It was a business relationship. uh, uh, It was a betting relationship that began as a business relationship for five years. I thought we became friends and, uh, our, our friendship lasted eight years. And then what happened is, uh, and the only reason he's in the book is two chapters of 28, uh, but he's, he's in a book for one reason, not really for our gambling relationship. I had to explain that in order to explain, you know, how I knew him, but the reason he's in the book when I got indicted in the Southern district of New York for insider trading, Phil had already been in, in, interviewed by the FBI on two different occasions and told them I did not give him inside information. So when I I went to trial in New York, uh, he had told me he would come and testify. All I wanted him to do was tell the truth. Uh, In the 11th hour, his lawyers called my lawyers and said, you know, if we call him, he's going to take the Fifth Amendment. Well, if someone tells you that, you cannot call them. So uh, what had happened earlier, he gave a million dollars back and and, uh, involving this insider trading case. There was a, a press release issued. And the average person in the public is going to look at his press release and see him giving us a million dollars back. And they're going to say, well, why did he give us a million dollars back? Either he's guilty, he bought his way out, or he was an innocent victim and he bought his way out. But regardless, it makes me look guilty as hell, which was, you know, that wasn't the case. So anyway, uh, all I want him to do is come forward and tell the truth. But the problem was, Pat, he was jacked up in another case that, uh, that began a year ago, a year ago prior to that. He'd wired $2.8 million to a guy uh, to pay off some offshore bookmakers that had nothing to do with me. I didn't even know anything about it. Uh, and in and, and, and that federal case he was in, the guy he wired the money to, he ended up going to prison. Uh, and and when Phil gave this million dollars back, all I once, poof. He's uh, he's out of that case. And uh, and he won't come forward and he won't testify in my trial. I made a mistake in the trial. I should have testified myself. But, but the bottom line was, there was one guy who testified against me. Two years before that, the guy had, had gone in and given a voluntary interview, emphatically denied that he'd ever give me any, any inside information. I would owned this talk for 10 years. Okay. After he gave that statement, the FBI continued to investigate this guy. They found out he'd embezzled money from a better women's charity in Dallas, Texas. They found out he filed a fraudulent, fraudulent tax return. They they found out he actually gave inside information to someone else. And then after that, two years later, after he said he didn't give me inside information, he went to them and made a deal. And the deal was, he would tell them that I did. He had 29 meetings with the FBI, 29 to get his story straight. And that was the only witness against me. So in our trial, The lawyers destroyed his credibility. They caught him in 25 lies. Nobody in the courtroom could believe a word the guy said. My lawyers believe, look, we got this case won. The jury can't believe this guy. We're going to wrap this case up. I had 23 witnesses to call, including myself. We put on five witnesses. The jury had been there three and a half weeks. The, the The judge had to stop the trial on multiple occasions because the jurors were going to sleep. And one guy had already said the next week he was leaving. One of the jurors did. So we wrapped the case up, and the bottom line is they found me guilty. I went to prison. While I was in prison, Pat, my daughter committed suicide. I never heard a word from Phil Mickelson the entire time. After I was convicted, he issued a press release, dissing himself from me. He said he was going to be a lot more careful about whom he associated with. Uh, after I got out of prison, I went, I was in a club he belongs to I belong to. I'm playing golf with some friends. I want to hit some balls on the range. I'm walking off. He walks up to me with a TV smile of his and he said, oh, I'm so glad you're back home. I'm so glad to see you're playing golf again. And uh, we had a few private words and, and I left and I haven't spoken to him since. But the bottom line is, after when I decided to write this book, I didn't even know it at the time. Two other fellows came forward, uh, you know, that, that and one, they, one guy started doing business with him in 1995. So a lot of those figures those documented figures, they came from him, And uh, the five years were the figures involving he and I, or what in there. It's a combination of, of the two amounts of money is where the figures came from. Now, there was a guy who helped me write this book. His name was Armand Katayan. He's an investigative reporter. He, he he worked for CBS for eight years. He, he was with CBS Sports for a period of time. Very credible guy. And, you know, he interviewed these guys, vetted them in, in their entirety, and and so there's no question about the information being accurate. I, and I do want to correct one other thing, Pat. Yes, sir. He's created some, you know, and I can tell possibly even yourself. There's a little bit of, uh, of misunderstanding. He denied what I said. Well, all I said in my book was, Pat. He attempted to bet four hundred thousand dollars on on the Ryder Cup when the U.S. team played at Medina. I didn't say he bet it. I said he tried to bet it. Don't. You know, it, it's it's right in the book. He issued a very cleverly statement, a very clever statement. He said, I never bet on the Ryder Cup. He never denied for a second he tried to bet on the Ryder Cup. He hasn't, and I don't think he's going to.
0: And then Rory dunked on him. Yeah. 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 Rory yeah. dunked on him immediately afterwards. That was the entire thing, which I think, you know, for a book sale is probably good. But for us, it was like, okay, yeah. what's going on between Phil and Billy here? And then we just hear this. Yeah. You guys are never going to make up, huh? That's never going to that, that. That feels like you probably sat in jail a few times thinking about how the hell did Phil Mickelson do this to me? And that is probably why you got to the point that you got to it. Well, Phil,
10: I mean, Pat, uh, uh, when my daughter died in prison, uh, I committed suicide. There was no question in my mind I was going to write this book. And uh, I had 31 months in prison uh, to play uh, Monday morning quarterback on what happened. So uh, uh, Phil's in the book, for One Reason, One Reason Only, to tell the story. There's a lot of stuff about Phil that's not in that's not in my
2: Alright, okay.
10: Believe it or not, I, I took the real high road with Phil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it does sound like there's a lot of history. We apologize that that happened. Obviously, anytime a friend feels betrayed by another friend, that is going to cut the deepest. We hope that there's somehow some way you two can get back, or not. Sounds like that is a, that ship has sailed, but we appreciate you opening up right there because I think a lot of people were kind of uh, we saw it all kind of unfold on the internet over the last like 2 weeks but we didn't know the full story. We appreciate you telling us how, that all and I assume it isn't easy to dive back into those feelings and emotions. So, mm-hmm. thank you for doing that in this book. It's going to help a lot of people. Speaking of helping people, we have a gambler mm-hmm. on uh two of them on our show. They host a, a daily sports gambling podcast called Hammer Down. And that's a hammer down, you know, cuz we're we are we like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We Hammer down. Down on that. You know, we fucking like it, Billy. We really do. That's where it all came from. And he is geeked to ask you some questions about gambling so we appreciate you making him a better gambler because he tells us how to gamble and in doing so this is a massive moment which i assume you're having a lot of now that people know who you are and you're talking mm-hmm. to more gamblers and young gamblers that want to be great go ahead tone
6: Diggs. yeah billy uh, you talked about in the book how there's inexperience there's stuff in there for inexperienced gamblers and then maybe some more experienced gamblers i think the main difference a lot of the experienced gamblers say that they come up with their own power ratings and their own lines and things like that so that when the books come out with their lines they have they know which side of the game they already want to be on. For the inexperienced gamblers who don't have the time or know how to create their own lines or models or power ratings or whatever, is can you be a successful gambler year over year as an inexperienced and not making your own lines and stuff like that or do you think someone who wants to win over year over year over year has to create their own minds and and model and power ratings.
10: Uh, Over the years, I've had 25 of the top handicappers in the world work for me. And I've had like seven of them at a time. I spent millions and millions of dollars every year on research and development. Uh, Those handicappers, some of them are quantitative handicappers. Some of them are qualitative handicappers. Uh, The qualitative guys don't even know how to turn a computer on. So, uh, in, in the book, uh, th- there's a lot of variables that go in, into the game. I put every p- potential variable that, that could be involved in a game in there. Uh, so, uh, yes, to answer your question, if, if you get really good numbers, you shop around and get the best prices, if you you've got multiple accounts, and uh, uh, you can beat sports uh, without even knowing how to turn a computer on. And I know guys, you know, that have worked for me for a long period of time and and they contribute to substantially to my overall opinion uh, in regards to what I'm going to do.
6: My, my other question also is we talk about all the time on here where all the public money is. Say, you know, 85% is on the Chiefs all the time, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we we sometimes I feel like gamblers in general make too big of a deal about where the public money is. Do you care about where the public money is?
10: No, okay. I only care about the public. Well, where the public money is that because as I put in the book, you know, I, there's a strategy in there for getting a pretty good idea which way the line's going to move, and I share that strategy in there. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm pretty good at moving money, and uh, the I can pretty much tell you on Monday morning which way a game's going to move and what'll it be at by, uh, by game time, and I put that hundred percent strategy in there for the average person now. I list five sport books, but anyway, it's, it's in the book and, and it's simple. Anyone can follow this, but, but you know, that taking, not you know, taking good numbers is one of the most important things in the world, betting sports. You cannot take bad numbers. You just can't do it to win. Uh, but as far as a lot of times, more times than not, I'm betting against the public because, wow. you know, again, in my book, everything I'm stressing is value. And uh, so majority of the time the
0: bike is against the public yeah well we've kind of started doing that as well and anytime we feel like we're on the public side it's like of course so we're gonna lose you know those fucking chandeliers <laughs> over in all those casinos are are there for a reason they're gonna beat us for you though you're not paying attention to that because everybody's trying to pay attention to what you're doing like yeah. literally what is the sharps doing what are the sharps doing everybody asked there was a time where the sharps were like Where's Billy Walters headed? What an honor that has to be for you that everybody's trying to track what your brain's doing. But also, I think it's very kind of you to release the book, saying, "Hey, here's where I am." Mm On are you still gambling right now? Sports gambling?
10: Yeah. When I got out of prison, Pat, I took a year. I had to update my model. And yes, excuse me, pardon me. I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, I had to start back, and I started back last year. I had, you know, had a good year, and uh, I'll gamble. What's a good year? What's a good
0: year? What's a good year?
10: I'm sorry. What's a What's good, a good year? year?
0: Like millions, hundreds of thousands.
10: No, uh, it's millions. Uh, <laughs> it's uh million. and I've had years you know, I've won as much as 80 and I've had years. Uh, you know, I haven't had a losing year, Pat, you know, but when I went into prison, I won 36 years in a row and, and I stopped yeah. because I went to prison. So, uh, you couldn't get a the, guard, couldn't get a guard to run any fucking bets. Really? Nah, I wasn't really studying any bets in prison. The, uh, but back, back to what you are talking about, and this is whether you're a quantitative handicapper or you're doing it with a computer. At the end of the day, it's in the book. Uh, you know, there's enough information in there. You're going to have your own opinion about what you feel like the outcome of the game is. And and I, my formula's in there. All I do, Pat, is I make a line on the game, just like the odds maker do. That's what I am. I'm an odds maker. The only difference is I, I bet Okay, I make a line on the game. If there's enough of a differential, I'm gonna bet. The larger the differential, the bigger the met's gonna be. Okay, that's that's what determines the size of the bet. But I would advise any average handicapper out there if uh, you know, look at these games, come up with your own opinion. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, it's you not know, that easy, Billy. You know, <laughs> I imagine. know I know worry. I know I know it isn't that easy, but at the end of the day, whatever your opinion is or whatever side game you're going you know, you're gonna do uh you know, bet your opinion against whatever you think uh the number is and uh and there's different ways to come up with an opinion in the book i put like i said if you don't even know how to use a computer there's 40 things in there you can use to give you a much better opinion of of, of the outcome of one of these games
0: last question here from aj go ahead
9: pal billy I've, I've listened to you talk about the extensive research you do for any bet that you make and you also I guess, use your instincts as well. Is there any kind of ratio in these bets of how much of your instincts you trust sometimes compared to the research? Or is it sometimes just, hey, the numbers tell me to do this, but my brain's telling me something else?
10: The numbers are only part of what I do, AJ. I mean, uh, as you know, there's times when you've got morale, you've got, you know, injuries are the most important thing in the world in the NFL once the season begins. and And the other thing is, you know, I mean, Occasionally, you'll end up in a situation where you got a real bad thing going on with a particular team, with coaches, and things like that. But uh, my intuition—I've been doing this a long time—it uh, has something to do with what I'm going to do. But 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 the majority of what I do is based upon you know the combination of uh, the quantitative and qualitative uh, analysis that we do. But yeah, I will tweak it from time to time.
0: All right, so the book is out now, Gambler. Hey, hold on. Let me get the exact phrases here. Secrets from a life at risk. Holy shit. Unreal. I appreciate yeah. that. You know, you had to live a risky life to give us the secrets of it so we don't have to live it. Right, we just yeah. get to win it. Formula's in the book, he said. Mm-hmm. A lot of these stories are in the book. Will you, um... Now, I know people are trying to find out what your picks are every single week. That's like an actual thing. So this might go against everything you believe in. Can we figure out a way to get one <laughs> pick a week from you?
10: Uh... I don't know, I, you know, it, uh, probably not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Billy Walters, thank you. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he's going into his ninth year. Last year, he made the Pro Bowl. It was his best year yet, or maybe it was his most recognized year yet? An absolute dog from Texas, went to Missouri. Former second round draft pick. Ladies and gentlemen, Buffalo Bills center
8: Mitch Moore. Yeah. Gentlemen, how are we?
0: Hey, how's training camp? How are we feeling? We're almost uh out of the woods, I would assume. We got a night nice two week break before the regular season starts. That's nice. How's the body? How do we feel, Mitch?
8: I mean, dude, you know how training camp goes. It's a nightmare in general, but uh it's been good. I you know, coaches have been done such a good job of kind of working with the CBA and stuff like that and uh Working when we need to work, getting some rest when we need to, but uh, just in general, just old and, and kind of shitty to be honest. Uh, Coach is done good tired, uh, Pat. I'm just tired. Buddy. Coach has done a
0: good job following the fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's make sure we know that offensive linemen I think offensive linemen worst training camp. I think so. Right? Yeah, you guys have the worst. Yeah.
8: It. Uh, you know. It, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. But I. You know, I think at the same time. Um, you know, little victories in the day, whether it's from shells to pads and. Uh, Although that, that really doesn't change much for us, and uh, um, yeah, it's just training camp, man. I, I, I'm trying to find something fun to say, but it's uh, it, it, it is what it is. It's a necessary evil, you know. And everyone has gone through it, uh, not only from camaraderie sake, uh, kind of working through getting your body back into it. I do think that in you know, are ramping up and getting your body used to those. Uh, You know, long-ass weeks in the season. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a necessity, but uh, it's it's not the most fun.
0: Yeah, O-linemen are always the best people in the middle of training camp to go up to and go, boys, you get to do this. Yeah. Yeah, you're Woo-hoo. lucky. You're lucky. Yeah. L- millions of people wish they had your – come on. Uh-huh. Run your face into that other guy again. <laughs> now. Come on. It's 110. Let's fuck – you're lucky. You're lucky. Uh, you know, they gave
8: us – we got guardian caps now, so it's cool.
0: That works no, well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's an extra way. layer of protection. I know AJ Hawk no, would have no. been a big fan of those, especially one on ones. Imagine AJ's noggin with that helmet oh, with the God. guardian thing. Come on, he'd have been that big fucking hat that that dude from the Commanders was yeah. wearing. Yeah, yep. that's what AJ Hawk's walking around with the bobblehead. How's it
9: feel though, honestly? I don't ask Mitch. How does it feel hitting with that thing? We never really got like. Does it feel like a weird dull
8: thud? I. Uh, yeah, I, I, for me, like who dies Bash's brains in so many times, like uh, it does help a little bit in my opinion. Like, I, oh, I and I don't you know were it in the games, Sweden. I know, uh, no, hell no, he can't. he's
0: such a hater. I, Mitch, please don't I, listen. Let's, let's people let's said listen. they might. People said they might. He's a hater, Mitch. Felt. Don't listen to this
8: guy. I, you know, I I think to a point they're they're good, but I I, I do think when it comes to games, I, I just don't see how that would happen. You, you got to play the game as it's played right now. But uh, for a guy who. Uh, wants to know the name of his kids in 30 years, I think it does help just the little ins and outs of, like, you know, some of the training camp hits.
0: There's little wins, huh? Yeah, yeah. there we go. There's little wins right there. Kid's name.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Know, you take
0: one of those guardian shots, somebody blind ear hole, you know what I mean? They're playing a little game. You got a little twist. Mm-hmm. Your own teammates, by the way. Yep. Yeah. This is period two yeah. of practice two. You got another 10 after this. Ear hole. Bang. How you doing? Oh, the Guardian kind of softened that a little <laughs> that's bit. Nice. I'm gonna remember my kid's name. That's cool. Let me get to period three now. What's this? Oh, one-on-ones. Okay, ah. great. <laughs> Here we go. And now we're just <laughs> off and running. We appreciate everything you guys do for the game of football. It never gets talked about enough until it obviously pops up and you guys fuck up. So we appreciate everything about it. You mentioned though in training camp though good good for camaraderie you know i think that's no the biggest thing about going to a training camp you get away you're kind of all you got you learn a lot about each other your team a lot of people returning a lot of familiar faces how are the vibes this year in the camp because outside nobody's really talking about you guys yeah. like it was last year how is it inside the building over there during uh, this obviously very important time
8: no, I do think there's you, you find some solace in the fact that uh, you guys are all going through this together, whether you're teammates. Um, you know, going away from train camp, not many teams do that anymore. I really enjoy it because it does put yourself in an aspect of like oh, we're in football mode now. And so say when walkthrough is over at night and you have a, an hour or two to kill, instead of just kind of going your separate ways, you, you kind of are, I don't want to say forced, but you have this opportunity to you even get to know teammates you've been around for a bit, but maybe are outside your position group or, uh, you know, guys who you haven't really gotten to get down to the nitty-gritty with. I, I do think that's a huge part of the deal. And then, uh, you know, misery loves company. So when you're in training camp, you know, you, you you don't really remember the little things and certain things. You remember, like, suffering certain days and how you did that with your friends, right? You do that with your buddies. like we, Or maybe, you, like, a hard workout in college. Like, remember that one day where they kicked the shit out of us and, and that was just, we all threw up and it was awesome. Like that, That's kind of the fun thing where you get to do together. And I think when you go away for training camp, you have that moment where you you, know, you, you get these bonds that uh, it's its hard to replicate outside of football.
0: How's McDermott's camp? Is it, uh, it sounds like it is a real one. Not that offensive linemen wouldn't have a tough camp, but if you had to compare this to maybe previous year's camps, is it similar or are we changing now that he's calling plays on the defensive side? What are your thoughts?
8: Yeah, I think he's done a good job. We were all a little bit, you know, we're wondering how he was going to remove church and state, right? Like as being a head coach, and then also like scripting against us in the offense. He's done a fantastic job of uh, of really kind of playing it true to as it is, and uh, it's it's a tough training camp, but it's one that we get a lot out of every period. It's not just kind of a we don't we go through every period. It's got a, a certain aspect to it, you know, third downs or. Uh, you know, every team does that, but every single day he kind of lays the plane for certain situations that have come up in the past for us, or that have come up for other teams and how those can resonate throughout the rest of the year and how those might come up.
0: Oh, the why, you know, understanding the why's of things really helps a lot of people buy in more and also do that.
8: Those yeah, are- uh, yeah, with the, with the grain of salt, when you're in, you know, play four of like an eight play run period, like, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but you, it, you, you do go through it and you feel like you're getting a lot out of it. Um. But it's Mitch, I told you earlier,
0: we need to work on you pulling and hitting that corner <laughs> yeah. five times today in a row because in in December, we're going to need it. You're going to be tired mm-hmm. again. I love it. I yeah. just love your thought. Okay, okay. Fucking <laughs> December, huh? 120 fucking degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Offense alignment are the best, dude. The absolute best. You have to have the mentality of just like, yeah, my life's going to suck. That's what it is. But I get to do it. Remember. Hey, Mitch. Hell yeah. too. You get to well, do it. Opportunity, Mitch. Opportunity, opportunity. Opportunity. Pac-Man has a question for you, Mitch.
4: Hey, Mitch, um, this football season is gonna be crazy and we got a lot of great quarterbacks and our question as a group, um, the other day was, How long does it take for a line to be one sound, one band? Because the line have to be all in sync. Um, does it take game reps? Does it take two weeks, three weeks? Um, how how long does it take y'all to get in one rip where everybody's on the same page? Excellent question, Pac-Man. Great sunglasses. Um, I they think, are. Hey, these yeah. motherfuckers match. Out the corner. Uh-huh. Hey, he's got blue
8: leather pants on right now, dude. It's oh, 110 yeah. outside. You play. You play over ten years. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yep. Uh, you go. wear whatever the hell you want. They look good. Um, that's a great question, Pac. I think the unfortunate thing about offensive line, uh, not only is it five guys have to work together, but uh, it's a war of attrition. Sometimes you guys are going to have your ebbs and flows with injuries. Uh, you know, certain guys are going to go through certain things, but it really is just repetition after repetition, walkthrough after walkthrough. Just the little intricacies. I, I would I would relate it probably to the defense as well. It's almost the unsaid communication at times that you get through by just repetitions, and uh, and then you got young dudes you're trying to get along uh, to get going. And you know, we have Josh back there that adds a lot of pressure to it. Uh, but it's 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 a beautiful thing because we have a guy that we need to protect and and uh, and it, sometimes you it, it's not so much pressure but it's a sense of urgency to kind of get everyone on the same page and have these opportunities where in the walkthroughs you can you know it's just coaches speak but it's the truth is you get to steal these reps these opportunities even if it's not physical to maybe they correlate to the game it's a big moment that you can keep your quarterback clean and getting everyone on the same page. And the reality of it is rarely you're going to have all five guys doing the same thing at once. You just try to mitigate those as much as possible so that you you have as much flow as possible with an offensive one.
0: I love that you're a big proponent of walkthroughs. You know, mm-hmm. you know we can get – it's coach speak, but on Saturday, <laughs> no pads. You know, people are walking. We can get we can get good work in here, <laughs> Coach McDermott.
8: You right? have to, dude. You have to. I mean, week 12, 13, you're beat to hell. Like, if you can't get something done, a walkthrough – and then you got to go out there and practice. It's a nightmare. Yeah, so, especially – hey, it,
0: it, yeah. all these teams, Mitch, okay, I don't know how dialed in you are to what the news is around the national media, but all the hype around the entire offseason about these teams, the Jets, I think the Carolina Panthers, you, you name any team, basically, that was being talked about a lot. Now the big question is, like, how's the offensive line going to be there? Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. like the last question that, like, everybody asks. And it's obviously, anybody that's been in football knows it's this is where we're going to win at, too. You know what I mean? Like, this is how you go about winning football. It never gets chatted about. Do you think that's going to change? Do you think offensive linemen, as we continue to evolve as a football fandom, people are going to start, like, Mitch Morse jerseys are going to be yes. fucking
5: Flying.
8: everywhere. Flying. No, I, yeah. don't, I, I, don't, I don't think that. But I, I do think is uh, the jersey thing. The, the offensive line thing, absolutely. I think... Especially when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers or these quarterbacks, that just you, you a, an NFL team is that the franchise is revolved around the quarterback as much as people sometimes don't want to say it. It's the truth, and when you have guys directly correlated to protecting that quarterback, uh, you know your mistakes are amplified. And when you do your job, it's it's of course that's what you're supposed to do, and that's okay. I mean, does, do you get a little crass about it and you talk about it in the locker room when no one's looking? Sure, but at the same sure. time, like you got to protect your franchise, and you do it the best you can. You try to do it with grace. You try to do it with some pride. Uh, Is it going to be perfect all the time? No, but, uh, you know, it's a little bit of pressure, but that's what comes with it, and that's talking about misery loves company. I think when you talk about offensive linemen, it's just you you understand that uh, it's a – ungratified position, and that's okay. We didn't do it for the gratification. You know, we all wanted to play quarterback at some point. Like, our dreams – every offensive lineman's dreams was shattered at some point, right? Like, they told you get on the line, fat ass, and then you just kind of went for it. (laughs) And and that's just what it is. And and so we're just – just trying to get by every day and, and
0: do the best and not get our quarterback killed. Man, I went from uh, quarterback to tight end. They said you're a little bit too big, not fast enough, and then they moved me over to defensive end. And it turns out I didn't have any moves. And then they said, "All right, we're going to try you tackle now." Okay. They, they little moved little me bigger. into guard a little bit. Ooh. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different outcomes that this could have been. But here I am, fucking hand in the dirt every goddamn play. <laughs> yeah. Guardian cap on. It's a blast. Love football. Here we go. <laughs> but every team only goes as you guys go, and that's just. Yeah. That's a real deal that's the reality of the situation of football and you guys I feel like you guys don't even recognize that or get recognized for that. It's a fascinating position you play honestly mentally. Go ahead, AJ.
9: Uh, Mitch, I'm not sure if you're watching hard Knocks this year, but uh, speaking of O- line no. early on in camp. so early on in camp, I could explain it to you if you we saw a little clip where Robert Saul was talking to the whole team team meeting, everyone's there, all the coaches and he kind of called out the O line saying like hey we have all these stars everywhere you look. But it's up to us. And up front, the O-line, we can't do anything if you guys don't kind of pick things up a little bit. Is that normal, you think, in most uh, NFL locker rooms where you could call it a whole position group in front of everybody? Oh, A.J.
0: hated it. That's what I just
9: heard. No, I thought it was – honestly, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I really did. Like, I thought it solid demands respect from his squad. Yeah, there. I
8: think, you know, different guys find different modes of motivation. I mean, you talk about an offensive lineman. And generally, of five different guys, maybe some motivated in different ways. Uh, but that being said, position groups are prideful on their jobs, on how their, uh, and especially how their team and their coaches view them. So if you, you know, you, you, you get you take it with a grain of salt when Joe Schmo says something. But when something comes from inside the locker room. Like, The only opinions that ever matter in my and for me are within the walls of the building, right? And so, when you have your coach uh, really put it out there in front of the team, it's going to sting a little bit, but at the same time, I think candidness hurts in the moment it happens, but you appreciate it when it's in front of your face and not behind closed doors or behind your back. So, uh, and the unfortunate thing is that it's on hard knocks for everyone to see, yeah, but. But I think when that comes through in a team meeting or maybe he comes into the position room and says it in a certain way, you can word it in a thousand different ways. But if you know your coach and you know your players, the way you portray that is huge. And I think when you do that in in the confines of that team room, uh, it means a lot.
0: Josh Allen talked to the offensive line ever? Like, I, I don't, in my head, I'm not, and I'm not saying talk like hang out. Like, for instance, there's some quarterbacks, they get hit and it's like, all right, that's going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. Get hit again, same exact situation. It's like, all right, okay. And then it happens again. And it's like, hey, you need to start doing your fucking, we need to do that. Not everybody's like that, though. There's some quarterbacks that do that. There's some that aren't. There's different styles of leadership, like you just pointed out, about reaching people. What is Josh Allen like whenever it comes to like game days and things that are happening on the field at the, in real time?
8: That's a great question, Pat. He, he's, uh, he'll never, he never points fingers. And I think that's huge, right? And even when you, because you get the quarterback crush, it's not like awesome, sweet. And I was looking for that to happen. Like, you feel like shit, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> that was the goal you, when you, this it, ball was snapped. Yeah, it yeah, <laughs> <of that> happened <laughs> like, that I can't wait for him to get murdered, and then it's my fault. So you pick him up. He knows the same thing, too. We're all trying to do, we're all trying to get the same job done. Uh, not once have I ever seen him point at, finger off as a lineman, you know, whether it's I snap in the wrong cadence or anything like this. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a let's get the next play going because all that's going to do is dig me in a hole, right? Say I'm an emotional roller coaster. My quarterback, who I have the utmost respect for, is getting after me. Like, it, it might take me a player or two to the rebound. It depends on the player, right? Uh, but he's never done that, and I, I have the utmost respect for him for that
0: okay hope you're happy yeah next three plays good luck thanks a lot <laughs> hope you're happy yeah we you hope, better hope we're punting this series yeah it's gonna be yeah. a long one all right I, I would not be picking up a first down it's your job because you picking him up that's like the worst part of it all you know like it's the worst you get beat and then oh there's 500 million dollars on the ground mm-hmm. i so. am <laughs> and everybody on tv sees it too who got beat here well Probably
8: the, it's guy. It's guy. <laughs> the, I'm so sorry. The, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's sorry. always the guy picking up, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, hey, good position, great job. Yeah, it's it a going. great job.
6: You get to do it. You get to do it. Uh, Tone Diggs oh. has a question for you, Mitch. Yeah, Mitch, um, all these guys who play in the NFL always talk about how coaches sometimes love when you guys win the game, uh, but then there's, there's stuff to work on. How does that work in the preseason? Because you know, just from the untrained eye, things didn't go as well as they could have against the Steelers. So did the coaches love that? What was the team, the team like after that?
8: Yeah, it was it was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> that. Um, no, I think you know your your, your Steelers came out and then they, and they not only you, did they just execute. Uh, at a higher level than we did but they just came out with a little bit more fire and and that's embarrassing as a team right preseason or not like you know when you get handed it to you um okay
0: so was, we did sense read sense that right. right so we did read that right that's how you guys felt too because we we're big bills fans over here yeah yeah but watching sure. that game it was like uh, this doesn't look you know great necessarily you guys knew that as, we weren't misreading that situation okay good no
8: no not no not at all i think from you know we got on that bus we knew that uh, something needs to change, right? Because, uh, we, we, we had all of our starters playing and they did a little bit too. And, and, uh, from the jump, it was just one team was on fire and one team couldn't do anything right. And that was of no doing except our own in regards to matching their competitive edge, matching their, uh, their moxie and everything that came out with, they just smacked us in the mouth and they, and, uh, then we didn't respond so for us uh it was a huge wake-up call you know coach could have been way more uh he could have he could have laid into us a lot more but he used it as a a coaching tool and uh was very calm it was one of those things like don't mistake my tone for my message kind of deal uh so we got we we came out had a great week of practice let's just say that and uh (laughs) for us it's trying not to uh we at least, we understand it's, it's a preseason. Like, you take it with a grain of salt, right? But at the same time, we want to put something out there on film and when we play that that's to a standard that we want. And uh to say that that was not our standard is an understatement last week.
0: He wasn't mad. He was just disappointed. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, and. well,
8: uh, it's so much worse, dude. <laughs> it's so much worse. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Good, good. I'm happy to hear that. Well, hey, the boys were on fire this week. Hey, everything's flying around yeah, up there, right, dude, Let's go. So- It's preseason, you know, like three weeks. Who gives a fuck about any of that? You know what I mean? But it is nice that you guys saw it as like, oh, these games don't matter, but we got some shit to work on. I I mean, let's do this. No doubt. I love that. That's what preseason is, right? Right. I feel like that is what preseason is. What are your thoughts on where preseason is right now as a whole? Feels like we got some people that are all in some teams, the Chiefs, for instance. Yep. They've been just playing, playing, playing. I don't know exactly what you guys did in your other game other than the Steelers game, but what are your thoughts on preseason reps and what preseason can do?
8: I think more than anything, it, not, I mean, I think it's paramount for guys who are on the bubble or trying to put film out. Like, you can't take that those reps away for how valuable those are. And for guys who, quote-unquote, have more solidification in certain programs or whatever uh, – it's a great opportunity to dress rehearsal to not only play someone else, but get your game day routine down, right? Like, what's it like when you get to the stadium, home or away? What's it like for how you're going to uh, warm up with the team? Maybe this is what I want to do. Maybe this is something I don't want to do. And then just kind of work taking the field against someone else. And uh, As much as preseason sucks, I do think playing in it to a certain amount has huge benefits. Um, And then every year there's the risk and reward factor that you can point fingers at after the fact, right? But I do think that uh, it is good to get some reps in in preseason.
0: It feels like that theory and that thought narrative is coming back more. Yeah. It was disappearing. (laughs) No doubt. It was disappearing there for a bit, but I feel like that theory is coming back more, which is good for us as fans, but also for you guys run your heads into each other faster. Joint practices and in the game need you guys really demolishing each other for you know. See who should be on this team. Yeah. Ty has a question for you about the teams in your division.
1: Yeah, Mitch. Obviously, with Josh and now Aaron in the division, and then to some extent, uh, Tua and Mac Jones. Like the quarterbacks get talked a, uh, a lot about, but I think a lot of people also see the D lines on every team as like maybe the strength of the division and. Obviously, you know, every single week you guys are going against great players and you can't really take any plays off. There's great rushers on every single team. But how aware are you guys of like going into these division games knowing, like, okay, we really do need to be at our best today because if we don't, like, any of these D lines could fucking kill Josh? <laughs>
8: yeah, well, yeah, they've all had their turns too in the past. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're acutely aware of that to say the least. Um <laughs> Every team, like you can just go through everyone in the division. Whether you know, I, I just I have the utmost respect for the Patriot way how they play. You know, you guys got Matt Judon and Gachow in there, and then you have, uh, you know, of course, Quinn Williams and the Jets and all those guys firing off the ball on the edge. And the way that they play is just it's a track meet. And uh, and then of course Miami, you have anyone who can plug and play in there whether it's on the edge or in the interior. And and those guys play such a great system. And and, and now with a new defensive coordinator who's had such, um, you know, not only respect but success in the league, those guys are going to be humming on all cylinders too. So it'll be a great matchup whenever we play that. And we're absolutely aware of that that those defenses are brutal, dude.
0: Hey, don't watch Hard Knocks. You'll fall in love with Quentin Williams. And I know you got to (laughs) – hey, he is – this dude's awesome. Yeah, hey, he's
8: a good. He's a good dude. I met him a few times. at The Pro Bowl. He's, he's an awesome guy, and he's a nightmare to play against. Oh, <laughs> Pro
0: like... Bowl! You made you made a Pro Bowl.
8: Somehow, some way, <laughs> the, the stars aligned. Somehow, they felt bad for an old man and threw me in there.
0: It was, oh, what wow. you were at the Pro Bowl? Let's oh. Go, Bitch.
8: No. Jeez, Hell who else you yeah. talk
0: to you at the Pro Bowl? <laughs> you got Pro Bowl conversations about Pro Bowl stuff. Quinn Williams? Anybody yeah, I,
8: I mean, I somehow missed the actual game, which was awesome uh, because I don't know if I could have participated in it. To be honest, I was just uh, I was put together by tape at the end of the season, so <laughs> we got to play some flag football. You know, snapping, taking knee it was a beautiful thing, man. I pleased did please. I know the fans didn't like didn't like. Please don't take that away from us. That was a beautiful
0: thing. It was tough to commentate. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, it was <laughs> it was the absolute. Wonderful. Oh,
8: you looked like you had a fucking blast, dude. <laughs> we we had fun dude we had a good time hey
0: that's all as long as you guys are being celebrated we appreciate that and i do like the fact that at the pro bowl like you get a chance to chat with a lot of people and share game with a lot of people and that that Quentin williams dude i think he's gonna be a resident at the pro bowl for the next 10 years same with this jalen carter have you heard about this you guys got the eagles this year
8: we do we absolutely
0: do bro i heard this guy Jalen Carr, they call Darius Slade called him a rhino. So we got a fucking Mm -hmm. rhino down there that doesn't even know his strength. That's right over your head. All right, good luck. Yeah, go get luck. You got a rhino fucking playing against you in some of these games. Last question here, yeah. uh, Boston Connor for you. Yeah, Mitch, there's been a
5: lot of uh, talk and tweets out of our good friend Sal Capaccio out of <laughs> Buffalo that, uh, you know, joint practices, a lot of fights going on there, but specifically in Buffalo, a lot of, you know, inter-squad fights going on between you guys. Do you tell, like, Ed Oliver before practice, like, hey, man, it's hot out there. If you come at me, I'm just going to have to fight you, okay? I'm going to bite your face off? Or is that something that just happens as the day progresses and people get more and more pissed off at how hot out it is?
8: Yeah, I'm a pacifist myself. Uh, but it it does. Dude. You just, not only are you playing the same guys over and over again, uh, but it's the heat. It's your week three training camp, just pent up, just being pissed off. And, uh, you know, the great thing about it is it, it it shows that how competitive practice can get, it happens. And like every team that I've been on is able to do for the most part, you bring it into the locker room and it's no harm, no foul. You're laughing about it, chatting about it. Um, but yeah, it's been a little spicy some days, but, uh, what do you do? Do you
0: just, do you just, do you take your closed fist and just punch a helmet? That's your move. What's your, what's your go-to in there?
8: Yeah, I've always thought that punching a helmet is uh it's <laughs> it's uh it's the smart move it's a smart play but especially now guardian caps like you know you can just punch whatever you want and they're bouncing right off so both the cool. same time uh, yeah. same t- double punches at the same time <laughs> at helmet no now my move is to find the closest guy and per- like hold him back even if he's not in the fight I'll just pretend like, hey hey it just- was we got more ball to play, and they're like, "I'm not even in this." Fucking game, so. <laughs> hey, take uh, it easy. What? Take it easy. I'm not fighting yet. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy. Take it easy. It's, it's good, man. It's it's just a little a little little moxie, and, and then it's it plays out, and we're able to get practice going again. And in the end, it's no big deal.
0: A lot of negative shit has rolled out of the Buffalo camp, man. That's been it's. I, I hit on it a little bit earlier. Last year, these guys were winning the Super Bowl. That was the conversation. Mm -hmm. All good, all good, all good, all good, all good, all good. Now it's like it just seems like there's just like drama. And then obviously Stephen A, he caught some information like before a two-week vacation, maybe three Mm -hmm. weeks, and then he came back and guess what I got? Bang. And that got debunked. But it's been seemingly a vastly different conversation piece. You don't see any difference from inside, though.
8: I don't. I mean, I – Listen, the whole, yeah, the Stephen A. thing's a little weird. I don't know how that came back up to play. I, and seeing <laughs> Steph around here, he's a 1,000% in, man. Like, it's just, he is it's, it's what's going on. Like, he's in this thing with us. So, uh, debunked for for sure by uh Steph on himself. And, uh, but it's, it's all kind of, what the hell are you doing, pal?
0: You tell me. You've seen this before around yeah, come the on. facility. <laughs>
8: yeah, if Stephon
0: in. Diggs is at the facility, you've seen this. This is his play fucking fashion dude sorry you don't get
9: pop it that. up z
0: <laughs> sorry you don't get fashion. oh uh, yeah
8: he's yeah he's he, he does wear some weird shit sometimes <laughs> but it, it is it's it's like listen dude it's over my head and that's okay like i don't need to know it is he's he's got his finger on the pulse and he's he's got the fashion thing going out he's gonna make way more off the field doing fashion stuff than he ever is on the field and what we will be he'll be laughing at us and, and good for him but listen i gotta say like i Maybe it's the you know the certain high from last year, and then you have this uh, stuff going on, dude. I'm just trying not to pass out and play five of inside run, and I'm just trying to do my job man. and then, then just go from there. People, you you guys tell me this, uh, Derek Boyko, my my guy over here tells me this. Like, I just got stuff to do, man. I, it is what it is, and if there is stuff going on, they're not telling me. They're not telling the old man. So, yeah, it's cool. Did
0: you hear about Bean sandbagging us? Did you hear about this?
8: That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Bean, if he's not playing golf or doing football, I don't really know what he does. Me neither. Outside of here, but honestly, Beans kick-ass dude. I don't love him to death. But uh, shot
0: a seventy eight at a PGA course. Absurd. Yeah,
8: yeah no, he's a freak. Yeah. He's a freak. From what I hear, you know, he's a really nice dude. All that stuff. Not very fun to play golf with because uh, it's like. It's so, it means so much to him and he can't just like, oh, we're trying. Yeah, no, you're for sure trying if you're playing Brandon Bean golf. Oh,
0: that's like AJ. That's how AJ plays.
9: Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. Oh yeah, super tight. I get pissed all the time, don't
5: I?
0: Yeah, me, AJ, and Miz played. It was the most professional round any of us have ever been a part of, <laughs> ever. In the, in the, in the, the Miz and Bean should golf together. That'd be fun. Let's try to set that yeah. up. I don't yeah. know how much money we got to donate, but we will get to the point that yeah. it has to happen. Bean ain't ever playing with the Miz. No. Bean might snap a club around <laughs> on the, the Miz's yeah. face.
1: Bean will be on the fourth <laughs> hole when Miz is on his eighth shot from 180 out on the first hole.
0: All right, let's get you back to training camp so you <laughs> yeah. can do what you really love, Mitch. You know what I mean? We need to get you yes. back to what you love. Get in there.
8: The guy, thank, I, thank you. It's my opportunity to get better, man. I appreciate you. You
0: need to start doing <laughs> yeah. this, though, with Stephon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the
9: right one. He has the left one. Get the right one.
0: Well, the right one we're giving away. Remember we autographed? For yeah. we're I mean, Stefan, the old school
9: one that Stefan wore.
0: Oh. He wore a throwback when it had, like, leather and wood on yeah, it. The cool. it was. Yeah, the cricket
9: Sweet.
8: You know what I mean? We were only. I got, like, two shirts, dude. Uh, it's uh, it's my my wife shops for me at Old Navy. It's all I wear. And uh, if you if Stefan starts wearing Old Navy shirts, dog, I'm like I'm in. I, I got my fingers yeah. so Besides that, I'm out.
0: You're the best. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Pro Bowler, Center for the Buffalo Bills, entering his ninth year in the NFL. Good on you, ladies and gentlemen. Mitch Moore.
8: Yeah.
0: I didn't hear what you said, Mitch. Fuck off.
8: <laughs> <laughs> what did he say there at the end of the year? Oh, sure.
0: I love you. What'd guys. you say there at the end?
8: I said, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for having
0: me on. Oh, no problem. Bill nice. wanted to come on soon. Yeah. I appreciate you. Is there Mitch Moore?
8: Boy, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Bill walk through here? Yeah. Bill looks really yeah, good. Yeah, what's he does. doing? What a
5: fit.
4: So yeah. cool. wow. He yeah. looks really good. I see Bill. With, yeah. Bill's
9: attached to some information out there that I don't think he wants out on the internet. Wait, so what? hopefully it's just a Photoshop. Yeah. What's that about?
4: Uh oh. Is it in the group?
1: Yeah, I don't yeah know. the old BTK killer Photoshops are coming back out, and Bill's been the victim. B Stands for Bill. Well, uh,
5: well victim
9: or yeah.
6: accomplice. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, Borts. that's what people are saying. Yeah. Possibly yeah. son. Definitely son. Yeah.
6: Oh my God. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: That's not good, Bill. Bill, I'm not like Maury Povich or anything, but like. If they were to pop up those two photos on the screen, everybody in the yeah. audience would be like,
4: that's his kid. Yeah, there yep. it is.
0: That's his kid.
4: That's yep. his kid. Bill, you I mean, I
0: don't know why people are doing this. Is this a Huffington Post, that's a
5: Is it yeah. a real article? They're going to have to start calling him BT Bill, I think. <laughs> I'm sure we won't.
0: Who Who made
5: that? What? Huffington, Huffington. Post? Yeah, that is a credible source right yeah. there. <laughs> that is a extremely credible source.
0: What is happening, Bill? <laughs> yep. Is that why you laced those shoes up so goddamn tight today? Yeah, this please. guy's about to be on the run. Yeah. <laughs> what? Zoom in on these shoes. Please show Please. please.
5: This guy's ready yeah, to go. I'm, look how yeah. tight
6: these things are, Zoom. Those yeah. things are triple knotted. He's his got a collared feet, shirt
5: on. He's choking out his feet right now. He's about to play a basketball game.
0: Bro, he's about to run from the fucking law, I think. <laughs> I just saw a post here. Bill, I don't like what any of these people are saying about you. You look good today. Great. You worked out hard this morning. <laughs> When he tied those shoes, I immediately said, Holy fuck, this guy's tied these shoes tighter than I've ever seen in my entire life. Whoa. He said, Well, they're a little bigger, as he can wear two pairs of socks. <laughs> little I know, this dude's running from the fucking law. Yeah. Stay strapped. Jeez Louise. <laughs> no, we're gonna have to talk about that. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Is that the post from Huffington Post? Huffington Post put that out. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what it- you see it. It has to be, right? mean, it's nuts. That's gonna have a lot more views than eight thousand. I think at some point. Oh. Dennis Rader has confessed to ten killings. I like said before he's now being eyed in two unsolved murders in Oklahoma and Missouri. Bill, where was the last time you were in Missouri?
5: Wait, is he still alive? BTK killer? I
0: don't know, Bill. Where's so. your dad?
5: <laughs> Bill Rader sounds right too.
0: It does. Gator Rader. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
5: Bill <laughs> the Gator Rader.
0: Bill, I, don't, I think this is fucked up, honestly. I think Me I was too. bamboozled here. I
2: Me thought too. this was
5: an
0: actual post. This is clearly not an actual post.
1: Yeah, it's Photoshop. What?
0: No, it's <laughs> okay. not. That's yeah, 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 a little better. No, it's not. Don't be sending that in the group. Okay, I can't be forward. I thought we had a fucking killer in the room. Well,
5: uh, yeah, that's still up in the air. I don't think we can say now that. Now
0: remember, we're done with this. We're done with
5: this? That's, yeah. Well, until I mean, you're telling me that we're going to look at Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, and not think, okay, yeah. You see how
0: good Bill looks today, too. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah. This is the he best. Does, Bill he has does looked. look good. And whoever made this photo had no idea they were just going <laughs> to. You know what, Bill? I see you're trying to turn over a new chapter. Yeah. Does he well, look? Let's go back to whenever you were with a hundred thieves and <laughs> yeah. you were gaming, looking exactly <laughs> yeah. like the BTK killer. I mean, the resemblance it, is striking. Yeah. Bill, can you stand on that that side over there? Is this yeah, Is this why he looks this good today,
5: too? Like, Phil, can I get that camera,
0: too? Can I get the camera? Huffington can you grow your goatee yeah. out, Bill? You got to
1: get your glasses on, Bill. I don't have
0: glasses. Here Huff- you
1: go. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, oh, yep, this, him- is, uh, this is unbelievable.
5: Huffington Post is think coming Gumpy out. I has those exact glasses. Dad. Oh, my God.
9: Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. Dude, that oh, no. face. Hey, A little bit of a downward sky. <laughs> scu- there it is.
0: Looking towards the, the main front. The A cam-
2: little
5: bit to your right. all
2: right.
0: Bill, I don't think you should be trying to want do to look, look like that guy. Yeah, do the mouth for sure. You can't help it. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Can I get those glasses back, please?
5: Wait, do, is there a razor back there? We should just have them shave into a goatee just so we can really see what...
0: Mm-hmm. Bill, I don't appreciate that they're just saying you look like some serial killing white. <laughs> Your face is uncomfortably...
4: You do look like him, Bill. Resu- yeah, Yeah, it's tough.
0: All right. I don't think Bill's killing people. Me neither. I want to be on a record. I've never said it.
4: No.
0: Although that post, I thought.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I Coach
6: thought they
0: definitely. were piecing some things together. I thought there was some investigative journalism happening, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the guy that's lacing those shoes up real tight, there's a reason." Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly where. Because <laughs> he's got to dance over all the bodies. He's running high knees like their bag drill. Jeez, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Somebody call Chuck Pagano. Can you call? Uh, can you Facetime Chuck Pagano, Coach Pagano? There's a massive news this morning in the NFL. a big move was made. Now, I don't believe the Arizona Cardinals faithful are going to say this was a big move. I assume a lot of people who had high hopes for this guy whenever he got in the NFL aren't going to say this is a big move if they've been disappointed. But the thought that Isaiah Simmons was traded for a bag of balls to the New York Giants defense yeah. that has Thibodeau and Wink Martindale, who's literally the old school Baltimore defense that we remember where there was D linemen and linebackers standing at safety and corner and blitzes were coming from out of nowhere. This feels like a perfect human being For the wink defense. So now that Arizona has traded them away for a seventh round. Pick. Gee. I feel like Giants fans should be very excited about the potential. Now, a lot of people on here in there say, This guy's cheeks. That's what they're This sure. guy is cheeks because of what he did in Arizona. Who knows if he felt comfortable in that defense? Who knows if they were taking advantage of all of his talents? I know Wink will, and the thought of this big ass dude who can run very fast, who can play corner and can play D end. That's a weapon for the New York Giants. Good on them for giving up a seventh rounder and Congrats to all the Giants, AJ.
9: I mean, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. And I know you said something already about Wink Martindale. Like he's gonna find, he's gonna have a role for him early on with Isaiah Simmons. He's he's listed as a linebacker slash DB. The guy can really play everything. He can rush, he can rush the edge, he can play off the ball backer, he can play DB. You can put him a gunner on special, like wherever you want. He is a freak athletically, and I guess since he's on the final year of his deal, the Cardinals probably realized, hey, we're not going to give him a Mm long-term extension, so let's get something for him, I guess.
0: Joining us now is a man who coached that Baltimore defense. Hell yeah. The amoebas. That's right. The exotics. Hell yeah. You know, just a dominant force, letting us know what his thoughts are on what Wink Martindale is going to do with Isaiah Simmons. Ladies and gentlemen, our coach – coach for going yeah. hey, coach. coach is uh fresh off a club championship at his golf course so wow. congrats, congrats coach,
6: congrats, coach. Congrats. way to go. thank you proud thank you. of you good
0: to R- see you boys great to see you too we missed the hell out of you hope the off season has been fantastic can't wait to get back into the regular season seeing you on a much more regular basis but let's talk about this move for wink martindale's defense with isaiah simmons what do you expect and is this not the perfect human for this giants defense right now
11: yeah, just drop another alien, you know, in in the Big Apple in Wink's defense. That's all that they ever looked for was uh, versatile players like this, specialty type, six four, two hundred forty pounds, runs four three nine. Oh, I mean, God. you know, AJ AJ just said it. There's no telling, you know, he'll bring him from all three levels. He can line him up on the line of scrimmage. He'll have a, a NASCAR package right on third down two-minute, they'll call NASCAR, and the first guy running on the field will be will be this alien, you know, Isaiah. And you can bring him off the edge, move all those Thibodeau, move all those rushers inside, bring him off the edge, play him at nickel. Right now, if you look at the early depth chart, he's listed at, at second-team nickel uh, back. So he can play there. If something happens at the inside linebacker spot, he can certainly line up there. He can play dime. Um, He's got familiarity in the back end, uh, adjusting to different coverages and communicating that way. So, I mean, that guy was the 2019 ACC Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, we all remember what he did at Clemson, what a game record he was. So there's no – Winkle stay up until wee, wee hours of the morning figuring out, okay, where do we plug Isaiah Simmons into this package, this defense, and what do we do with him?
2: for
0: a seventh rounder. Feels like a good play. Go yeah. ahead, AJ. Chuck, can you explain a little bit about
9: Wink's defense and what he does and how aggressive he is? Like, what kind of separates him from other defensive coordinators, maybe?
11: Yeah, their philosophy's always been the KISS philosophy. Keep it simple, stupid. So, we want to be, you know, simple for us, but complicated for the offense. So, just going back to Baltimore, Wink and I were together oh five oh six 5 in Oakland. And then <clears throat> the Baltimore days and that that whole system that Rex Ryan and, and many others put together—it's they're running a bunch of you mentioned the amoebas, Pat. A bunch of exotics. There we go. Base out of a three-three-four defense on early downs, first and second rundowns. But then when you get to third down, two-minute red area, obvious pass situations. These guys are all going to know each other's jobs. So what may look like a whole different package. a, shit ton of uh, of blitzes to the offense. All it is, is they'll call the same two, they'll call the same call, you know, whatever that, whatever that is for the defense. And like Suggs and Jared Johnson back in the day, they just say, hey, you go to the left this time, I'll go to the right. And to the offense and the offensive coordinator and the quarterback, most specifically, it's like, oh shit, that looks like something totally different. We need to turn the the protection this way we got to you know put the back over here man side sift side and so it's and it's no different they just switch jobs independently on their own wink's going to give the free those guys the freedom to do that it, it's unbelievable so what seems like a totally different blitz uh, that they're running specific to that game it's the same one they just move the jersey jerseys around we'd sit in those meetings and he would just take the you know up on the board off the computer and just moves the jerseys around our defensive players and run the same blitz patterns that whole philosophy is trying to get free runners all right let the offense think hey they're coming from over here all right uh-huh. get the protect get the protection turned that way and then boom guess what Shinzu. they're coming from the other they're coming from the other side and yep. they have these free runners yeah, he, he's brilliant. He does a great job with that.
0: That's art of war right there, baby. All right. Um, you know what I mean? Keep them guessing. They think we're going, huh? We're, huh. Appear yeah. strong when weak, when weak, when strong. The whole thing, that is basically what's been made from. You add another. They, they're going to do, this is good. This is great. He's going to have a great year, We assume?
11: Yeah, again, to AJ's point, they'll find a role. They'll get him in there. They'll get him comfortable. Get them acclimated to the terminology. It'll take a little bit, but like, say, week one, I talked about a specialty package. They'll have a they'll have a certain package that he'll be involved with. That they may roll out there two, three, four times. That's and then right. as the season progresses, and how he acclimates, and how quick he picks up the system and the terminology will determine how much he plays.
0: All right, we appreciate the hell out of you. Keep crushing it. We'll see you soon, ladies and gentlemen. Coach Magan. Yeah, oh, you go. coach. Yeah, you know those uh, exotics, AJ. You know those exotics. Mm, either love, way. AJ loves the exotics. Oh, yeah. That's his thing. Isn't it, AJ? Me, you, 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 can't, you just can't get enough of the amoeba defense. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Well, love it. So much osmosis going on and chlorophyll. And stuff. That's
5: right. <laughs> yeah, Chlorophyll. Yeah.
0: More like borophyll. Oh. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Still doing it. Oh, yeah.
5: Crushing. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? We'll never not do it.
0: I literally just thought of chlorophyll and I thought of Adam Sandler. Yeah. And that's like so many parts of my day that it's kind of tough to admit. Sure. But way to go, Sandman. Love Thank you, Sandman. Sandman.
5: Great Love style, Sandman. too.
0: Uh, yeah, Jim oh, yeah.
5: right so. shorts and collared shirts.
0: So I do like that he yeah. openly dresses like an asshole. I, oh, yeah.
5: I actually like one of my idols as far as fashion. That makes hey, sense. You're going,
0: to like, That's why. Yeah, very yeah.
5: similar. No, I know. That's what I'm going for.
0: Hey, you're going to play basketball. Okay, I'm going to dress business casual. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going to a business casual event. Sweet. I'm dressing basketball. Mm-hmm. Boom. It's amazing. So I love him. Tucked-in collared shirt, matching onesie, yep. hooping.
9: Gig- gigantic yeah. sh- old-school shorts still, like, past his knees. Yeah,
5: and one shorts.
0: Fucking moving, though. Yeah,
9: hooping. Oh,
0: yeah.
5: He's I mean, not-
9: you see, that dude's got – his vision on the court is unbelievable. I've seen some of the passes he makes. Yeah. Crazy. He, he'll, if you're a slasher to the hoop, he's going to hit you.
0: Yeah, keep your head on a swivel, though, because exactly. when Sandman's got the ball, <laughs> you could have the ball. Yeah,
5: he's like Joker,
9: basically. Oh. Yep. He is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You think you think Gary would take him out from behind
5: if he had a fast break? Oh, my God. The
0: founder of Gary vemon
5: <laughs> Yep. Uh, no, no, no! Because if he was on a fast break, he'd probably throw an assist off the backboard. Huh. Yeah, man. Mm. yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. this is gonna get me jacked up to make a shot here.
5: Yeah, here we go. Wearing a polo. Great oh, pass. Great, pass. Great pass. Walk it off. Good shot. Yep.
0: He's like messy. Like oh, Ooh. Ooh. oh, with a pick wow.
5: too. coming.
0: And now you oh. see oh, Look go. at that
5: vision. Are you serious?
0: Yeah. Uh
5: yeah, he's Pistol Pete before Pistol Pete. This is Rucker Park.
0: It, it feels like it's the same three highlights. We're doing it again. Yeah. He just, oh, oh, I can watch that one ten times. Yeah. Always
5: finds the opening. Are those game. NBA guys he's playing against? Yeah. yeah.
0: Retired, retired, retired. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's
9: amazing. KG I'm jacked
0: was... up. Sandman with the pass. Oh, oh. thank you. Can't miss with Sandman.
9: Oh. All right, we're out of here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're off. It's like tomorrow. when you wreck your truck. It's like when you wreck your truck and just... All right. Basically, you didn't get up and leave, but you tried to make Sam leave.
0: Yep. Bingo. Well, I didn't try to make her leave. I just said, we can never see each other yeah. again. So.
9: What if you'd have got up and just ran away? I wish you'd have done that. You'd have run into a tree in your driveway, and you just got out of the car, and you just sprinted away. Tim Robinson. <laughs> awesome. Oh, wait. I can run. I'm gone forever. Wait, whoa. <laughs> so should I just go into the house now, or you're not coming back? Yeah, I'm gone forever. Actually, just take it.
0: Take the house. Say. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> I don't know how... Um,
9: Cut all these trees down around my driveway, too.
0: Yeah, somebody needs to get rid of that pothole that just sent this drift into <laughs> a goddamn tree. I mean, that was a real thing. That was, that was tough. I have not Fast and Furious drifted in any driveways since since that day.
5: Pretty One smart. day, bring it back. I just do it out here.
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. You got plenty of space there, yeah. there. A lot over there. space. Oh my god, the neighbors would love it if I get out there and I start. Hey,
9: you need to get a like side by side. We we'll get a tube, and once it, you have so much space when it snows. We could pull each other around a yes. tube and side by side. Great idea, kid. for oh, real. You know how fun like, it would be? It would be a
6: blast. We're going to do it. could do yeah. it on the gravel, too. <laughs> we could bring our snowboards in, pull people on snowboards. Yep. Yeah, or just yep. we hmm. can go
0: old school and just feet on snowy ground. Right. Yeah, we could do that. Too. Skitching. Hang on the side of the Bronco. You know, take the top off. Yep. Be able to reach our hand oh, in a yeah. super powerful Bronco.
6: Yeah. I'll be Maybe. the driver, then. Yeah.
4: You're driving? I'm going to drive. I'm not going to get on the back part. Yeah, I'll be your driver.
0: No, no, you got to do the, the Pac, thing. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw you
6: on the go-karts. I'm good.
0: Yeah,
5: I was just going to say, anyone who came in last in the go-karts is not allowed to drive. So we got Bill McComas, Bill. not allowed
0: to drive. Pac-Man, not allowed
6: to Pac-Man. drive. Mitt.
5: Yeah, Mitt. Wow.
0: Mitt. Everybody was going so fast. <laughs>
5: yeah, true. We knew Mitt wasn't.
6: Yeah.
0: Mitt didn't know that you guys were racing. It was race four, but he had no idea. <laughs> yep. He just thought we were trying to get around here a
2: time. <laughs> yeah.
5: Enjoying it.
0: Got my jeans on. <laughs> yeah, well, Mitt, it's also, you
5: know, six bumpers into his Mustang, oh, yeah, so we so just shouldn't bug it. Either hey, way. Mitt! Never mind. No. Never mind. Never mind. Look alive in there, Mitt! Bang! Yeah. Oh, good. What? There it oh, no. is. This
6: guy stinks. Oh, oh, bonus
0: ball. Bonus
5: Do we ball. know?
6: Is uh, Tone Rich playing tonight or what?
0: Yes. Okay. From what I've been told, right? So that's a so
5: layup.
6: So Colts and Steelers are playing stars. I don't think the other two teams are.
5: And Minshew revenge game. So True. So we on.
0: got Tone Rich, Minshew, and an Ellinger. Yes.
5: Boom. Good Who's ball. the greatest preseason quarterback in the history of the NFL?
0: Colts pretty good tonight.
5: Yeah.
6: yeah. You would think. What Billy Walters? Did we he's, he this this is a Mariota bounce knows. back game. He's, he's not giving him out. Everyone said he's done in the NFL after last preseason game. Nope. He's, he's yep. still on Eagles?
5: Yeah. No point to bet the Mariota bounce back game. He, uh... He's done, but it was it was a great run, man. It was so fun to watch. I I him. hope
0: he bounces. You're you know what? You're right, Tom. I love. I wasn't thinking second. about Marcus Mariota at all.
4: You I know, wonder why?
0: But now, no. yeah, I'm thinking. I hope he has a good night tonight. Me too. Yeah, because he, of what you just said, doesn't
4: matter. He, he probably will. I think that's already over with.
0: Who? Yeah. Um, Mariota.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's over with.
5: Backup line, cold starters. Yeah. You know, he'll fine. he'll do great.
0: Mariota's gonna do just—he's gonna be just fine. He's gonna have the moxie back. He's gonna have so much pizzazz. Mike, well, exactly. You think He's playing for Hawaii
5: tonight? You know what? Actually, when uh, I right. watched quarterback, all I could think of was pizzazz out of Mariota. You know what I want
6: to happen? Slow?
0: Five games he almost won.
2: Yeah.
6: I hope <laughs> I hope a baseball trade happens tonight. A lot of times when they're playing a team and the guy just switches from one locker room to the other. I hope JT walks across the field, the 50-yard line, in like the third quarter when the trade goes down. That'd be sick. What if
0: he's just standing on the Eagles' sideline the entire game
6: instead? <laughs> That'd be cool. Just
0: want other people to see what it looks like, yeah. me on another sideline. like but it over here. Is he going to be there? He's going he to be there. He traveled there, right? Yeah. Right. How weird is that?
9: Super, Super weird for everybody. Everybody involved.
0: Okay. It's great to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're having fun. huh? How about the miserable <laughs> offensive line? You know? And JT's like, yeah, I better get my money. Yeah. <laughs> off like, yeah, hey, yeah, all right. All right, pal. I'm just trying to fucking make it to tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's just like a goodbye. Oh, like a farewell. Yeah. yeah. He stays in Philly. Bye,
0: Never lives. leaves. Oh, you're talking about mm. just one, take the tractor another round.
1: No, nah, I was more saying like, hey, we're going to fucking trade your ass this weekend, so why don't you come along and, you know, you can say uh, bye to whoever you want to, and then when we're done with this game, we don't ever want
4: to fucking see you again. <laughs>
0: It does feel like it's gotten to that point.
1: Yeah, and it feels like it might
0: happen this weekend.
4: Before Tuesday? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Before Tuesday,
0: right? Yeah, yeah if mm-hmm. they like
5: one of those offers.
0: Oh, uh, fuck, too strong. This guy's two big arms.
5: Two more over here, two more.
0: You got to figure out how to do that. You know? Mm-hmm. Nick, why'd you, why'd you do this? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, why'd you give it? this?
2: Nick, you
5: back there?
6: Sorry, it's trying to be a nice guy. It was a very nice. It's a gift.
5: Yeah. Does it open
9: up? Is it like a box?
6: Money? It's mon- no. money. Yeah, it's
1: it's money.
0: money. I
9: know. I'm saying, but does the top open up? Why would the, the top,
5: top, top of what top? It's all money. Oh it's my a... bad. It's
9: real money, guys. I'll Thank go you. with a joke.
2: <laughs> Whoa, please
5: Someone woke up on the wrong side of the say, bed this AJ, morning. AJ, sorry, Adrian. that's, yeah, good that's a good saying. <laughs> Chicken a little too moist today. Dry enough.
2: Oh, oh.
0: That was That was the one. Yeah. Oh,
2: son Guys. of a biscuit.
5: Oh. Alright, that's the show. I Bill. Guess. Where's BTK Bill? Let's get him out of here and get some of these these balls.
0: All right. Big thanks to Mitch Morris, Billy Walters, Chuck Pagano, Ryan. We know it's Halloween
9: costume for sure. We're off. We're good. We
0: are off tomorrow. We do not know where Billy will be, so keep your fucking eyes up. Yeah, thank you. Uh All right. We're off tomorrow. We're back on Monday. A lot of football to watch over the next few days. And then we have a lot of days with no football. That's right. And then we have actual football. Let's go. Let's enjoy it all. Let's Let's baptize and immerse ourselves with college football being back. Let's go, go on. There's a Heisman winner playing this week. Yep. Yeah. Pump. There's a game happening in Ireland yep. this weekend. Let's enjoy it all. Tonight in Philadelphia, the Colts are playing their starters. In Atlanta, the Steelers are playing their starters. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that that's where we should be betting on. But with that being said, we're not Billy Walters. No, no
2: we're not. Correct.
6: He probably doesn't bet the preseason for football, if I had to guess. Well, mm-hmm. it's in the book. If he, if
9: he finds his value, it's in the book, though. Yeah, I got to What mm-hmm. right. <laughs> is it? in a book
0: over under 25 <laughs> I, I loved it
4: i loved it he
1: said when he went in i will make sure they know that you got to read this man's book salesman
0: yeah book. it's the dr phil school of book sales yeah you know what i mean but i appreciate it. everyone was natural yeah. yeah yeah you know there was one i think that was kind of misplaced but once we started hearing that this was going to be a repetitive thing throughout the interview yeah we obviously are assholes and good immediately say, All right, now we're going to start counting. he used them right. well. Let's see how it did. What's that? He used them well, though. Yeah. Well, it's because it's
1: in the well. book. In no. the book. Well, <laughs> the bottom line is yeah. you got to read that. I book. mean, I would have been pissed if I'd have read that thing and something he said in there. Be like, well, I thought that was fucking in the book and it's not.
0: We are going to have to go back and check every answer he gave that he said was True. in the book. Yeah. Is it actually in Bruce, the book? Right. Gonna have to. Gonna have to read it, too. Yeah, if we want to be good sports I
5: Genuinely coach. want to read that book yeah. for this football season.
0: I think now is a good time to read that book. Yeah, we got we got 10 days. He said even the advance gamblers there's a little bit there, and the amateurs mm-hmm. here, a little bit yeah. of that. Which one are you reading? You're going right to the advance? No, no, I'm going to read the whole fucking thing. Electric?
11: Acousta.
4: That was a good... You were good. You had a good day. Today.
11: He
9: did. Yeah. What a oh, time. now I get the joke. You
4: okay. just know getting it, AJ.
0: AJ.
9: Don't I had it. no idea what he was talking about. I didn't know who he was referencing. Anything? I didn't know anything. Okay.
0: Don't, don't embarrass
9: killer. me. Killer, killer joke, Tone.
0: <laughs> it was. Yeah. He's AJ. It was. No, I got
9: it now. I get it. I understand why you made the joke. I didn't understand before.
0: Yeah, we had a full moment too. I mean. Mm-hmm. A moment, though. It's taking you now two hours. Right. About. Yeah, it has.
9: I didn't know... It. So the guy's name was Acosta? Acosta? Well, Acosta. his name's Acosta. I didn't, didn't watch the game. Acosta. Sorry, I saw
0: the highlights. There were a lot of them. Messi yeah. wins.
9: Look, looked like the place was buzzing. It was.
0: Messi went into Ohio and said, I'm the captain now. Yep. So, Fuck Ohio. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean?
9: I mean, he didn't... Yeah. Does he speak English? Can he even say that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yo, soy... Capitan. Capitan.
2: <laughs> Zito, how do I say
0: now? Orita? Yo soy captain Orita. Yeah. 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 I, think okay. mm-hmm. I think he did say it. I think he did say
5: it. times. In, uh, Michigan blue tarp as well.
0: Bro, I had an oh, ex post. I had an ex post ready that was like spelled out about Messi being able to battle the world's greatest. And then he steps foot in Ohio and
5: everything <laughs> changes. It's different story. That's
0: the... That's a special ingredient of America. Yep. You know, like things like Ohio just being a thing. Yeah, Methy can win everywhere. But you battle Ohio one time.
5: loss. Can't win there. I
0: was ready for Ooh. it. I was so excited to put over Ohio. Oh, my God. And then Methy was like, what was that? Oh, fuck me, huh? No, I don't think so. No. And then some 17 year old puts it away. Yep. At the end he's going to be good for our team. Hell yeah. He's going to be on the World Cup team soon, right? I assume he should be on our team last year. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah it he might be on, be on the up next there one. Soon. He's tall. He's
3: big. skillful too, like he's when you watch yeah. him play, he can move. He's grew, a
0: good boy. Grew up in the Inter Miami club. That's what all the European people do. Oh, mm-hmm. So it's like we're, we're we got a guy. I think we got a couple guys. Politic scoring over there in Italy, saving their league. Crushing. Yeah. Messi's the we got the best of all time. Reina our best of all time saving another league. Yep. I mean, it's just it's our sport now, yeah. so it's cool. You're
9: welcome, world. Is he bringing more like Pulisic? Why doesn't he come to the MLS
0: now? It's a good question.
5: He's got to gain the respect of all the other nations for America. So right now, he's not just representing himself, he's representing the flag of... But remember, he
0: forgot that there for a
3: bit. He did. He did. He, did. he
0: forgot that he was representing all of America there yeah, for a bit. Then a bit. Remember, remember, remember when he not. was,
2: wah! Ah. Ah. Yeah,
3: oh yeah, yeah. I think the end of his time at Chelsea was like a dark time for him, though. Like he was, He'd was, he never played, whether he was healthy or not. It was weird. I and used- that was during World Cup, right? Yeah, like he's looking, he'll be very good in the Serie A. He's fast. That's, uh, that's it's a bit of a slow pace league. So he's back. Yeah.
0: So. But him flopping around all over the place. We're like Can't have it. Didn't like that. And Listen, hope- we can let these dudes who last night there was a lot of flopping. A guy did a full flat back bump. <laughs> oh yeah. A guy did a flying bump last night. It was the some of the cells were fantastic. Yeah. But then they broke it down in slow motion. And what happened to that guy? Oh my god, that piece of grass. Yep. yep. But he broke his leg. <laughs> That's the a MLS tough part.
3: refs do have pizzazz.
0: They could have gave Messi a fucking free kick to win it with two minutes
3: left. That match right there. I couldn't believe it. You
0: didn't watch that because you only watched the highlights? We watched the film? Yeah. Two (laughs) minutes left in the game. There's a free kick available. Two minutes
9: left, you mean so like at 98 minutes? Did we know there was two minutes left in the game?
0: 96 minutes, I think, actually. Because they added eight minutes because there's a water break in the second half Mm -hmm. because of how hot it was in there. Because Joe Burr laughed. Everybody knew we were in the final moments of the game, though. And there was a big collision, easily callable in soccer, and it would have been right where Methy actually can just guide him. Slug. It would have been another one.
5: Not in Ohio. They didn't give it to him?
0: No, no. ref did not, not. in Ohio. Ref did a...
5: And then the half ended. Uh,
0: that ref never playing. No. That, never refing again. Not nope. for Methy. The MLS is like, exactly. we literally had the scene
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that we're looking for. You screwed us. And you say, no, you're a hero? Okay, go ref somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Corn ferry Tour, MLS. Exactly. <laughs> See you, pal. Feed this guy free kicks. People are saying it's all rigged now. What? It's so all a lot of that. A lot of that is rigged. You know I had to
6: ask if it was scripted.
4: People are the worst. Yeah.
6: Yeah, we're part of the problem.
4: Yeah. Say the same thing about football.
6: Exactly. Oh, it's a script. No. Yeah. They don't like the result. Yeah. Archie Goodell
5: said it. Yeah, he did. He said a word script. Football, too. We're not bringing someone in from Argentina. If there's someone from Argentina coming up, to play in the NFL, they're eating uh, shit for seventeen weeks. <laughs> not coming up, doing what Messi's doing to the MLS. Iro Santos had a great career. Okay. He did.
0: Still in, still kicking. Yes, I don't know if he's already Brazilian. He might be Brazilian, but Tony, jeez, I, I do stands. believe he is Argentinian. <laughs> no, he's Brazilian. Okay, so Zita's a fan of the Bears. He kicks for the Bears. Yeah. He is Brazilian, but I've seen him in a blue jersey. Hell of a football. hell of a fucking guy.
2: Yeah, the Australians
0: too, <laughs> different positions. Yeah, but Messi has just come and just. I mean, he's introduced the world sport to America again, pretty much. Mm -hmm, And it's like, oh, this is nice. It's fun. Now, he cannot become an American citizen and play for our World Cup team? No, sir. No,
1: I think they're going to consider letting him. Yeah. They
0: should. That'd be so cool. Joe
5: Biden's thinking about giving him the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He should. Boom, right away. This guy's an American citizen.
0: Is he really thinking about
5: that right now? I think so. I mean, I don't know if he's thinking about anything right now. Her and Joe, him and Joe were kicking around the ball a little bit. Joe wasn't kicking the ball. Joe's toe know. balling. No, no, Joe. Joe no, made Joe
9: had a soccer him. kick. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. Messi got in the goal. We had a little goal set up. He got in the goal, and Joe's like, "I'm to fire him past you," and he did. Did he toe poke it? What did he do? Was it like- right and left footed? No, he he looked like he oh, has he, a soccer background.
0: He, he kicked with both feet. Nice. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> the first goal was right, the second goal was left. <laughs> like we were talking about for fucking Mitch Morse. Yeah. He did the both punches. Yeah. Double punch on the Guardian. Imagine Joe Biden. Walks up, met in goal. He's like, all right, whoa, 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 boom, both of you. Yeah.
5: That That's been, hard
9: to do. That would be really awesome, hard to do. dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I almost fell a few times.
5: Was Joe funny. wouldn't fall. No. No way. No,
0: President Biden. Let's get to a break um, for about 72 hours. Okay. No. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all had a hell of a week this week. Yeah. yeah. Great week. Let's have an incredible weekend. Why not?
5: Absolutely.
0: You deserve it, AJ.
9: You deserve it. Everybody does. Thank you, Pack. You deserve it. No, you
5: deserve it.
0: Okay. No, Connor
5: deserve it. Nah.
0: Yeah, Connor, you no, do. You des- guys deserve it. No, Ty, you Ty deserve, deserve it. it. Yeah.
3: No,
1: no, you guys deserve. it. Well, I do deserve as well, but you guys deserve it. Yeah,
0: I think you. I think that's the right way to look at it. Like yeah. Tone. No. How about his electric thing earlier? Come on. He deserves it. He's he just yeah. a week off for that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't you think? No, Tony, you deserve it. You deserve to have a good weekend.
5: yeah uh, I don't know. If his bets don't hit for us, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be o for
2: <laughs> fucking
0: hundred in this preseason. I mean, That's Billy Walters on true. the show, and I, I told him you're a good gambler. Should have told me. Yeah, I lost a couple thousand on this guy's picks for preseason games. <laughs> Ten digs. It's not sure. What's that?
6: The o for thing that you said.
0: Oh, we've hit a
9: couple. Yeah.
5: Which ones? Those are maybe voice. No, it
6: wasn't. Sound. That was there as well. A
2: little bit.
5: Tony. I
9: wouldn't lie to you. I trails off a little bit.
6: You've been winning preseason? Last weekend, yeah. The weekend before? No. What
9: about this weekend
6: though? Well, this is the weekend of three and college football's here, so I don't even know if I'm gonna bet it pretty soon. Yeah, let's do college football. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Hey, let's win this weekend. Yeah. Definitely betting on the Gumpy's public. back in America. Oh my god. Gumpy uh, Yeah. 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 Legal bets back in America, oh, Gumpy's first weekend? Week of goop. What are you doing? you firing off 50 to 60 of those things this weekend?
3: I got at least 30, 40 picks for the weekend. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. It's the time. It's it is time. the time. Oh, take yeah. all
5: of them, too.
0: All right. Everybody have an incredible weekend. Gumpy's going to win some money for us. Yes. Tone Diggs is going to win some money for us. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I forgot Tone Diggs is college football sharp. Oh, yeah. yeah. Billy Walters actually might follow Tone Diggs in college football. <laughs> yeah.
6: It's my best betting sport by far.
0: And soccer is
3: best by far as well.
0: What we like to call this is a golden time Mm -hmm. for the Hammer Don boys. Let's win this weekend. Hell yeah. Let's have a blast. And uh, we'll be back on Monday overreacting to everything as we inch closer and closer to the NFL season with college football kicking off this weekend. College game day this weekend, too. Here we we go. go. Here we go. Let's have a program. Let's have a show. Let's enjoy the hell out of this. Thank you all so much for being the nicest people on earth and following along with everything we do. Uh, for however many years we've been doing it, for however long you've been with us, we appreciate the hell out of you. And when you decide to move on, we understand. We completely understand. But this season is going to be fucking big. In every single moment that passes and every decision that gets made. Like, for instance, we're going to be live on this YouTube. Whenever we go to ESPN. That's mm-hmm. right. This yeah. one? This one. Oh, our yeah. YouTube Our YouTube. We will be live. Huh. We will be live on our YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That decision has been made over, like, awesome. the last few weeks. I was told. A lot of meetings. I was told. 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 That's a big deal. You know, I don't, I don't think, you know, huh. people had any faith in really anything there for a while. No seats, motherfuckers. But bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a chance that <laughs> like... Nothing is going to change about anything for some people's lives. If you watch on our YouTube, it's like, I think you're not even an- actually, might be more show yeah. because of the way things are yeah, you're right. kind of coming together. So we're thankful, we're appreciative. We can't wait for this season. And you all are the only reason why we get to do any of this. So please know that forever we will be indebted to you. With that being said, we hope you have the greatest weekend of all time. Be a friend, tell the friend something nice It might change their life. Goodbye.